0: Hello, everybody. This is the Stronghold Podcast. I'm here with one of the most prolific fighters in the fucking world. Dude, how many fights do you have?
1: 118 pro fights.
0: 118 pro fights across every yeah. discipline you can think of. MMA, bare knuckle boxing, lethway, kickboxing, <laughs> Muay Thai, yeah, fucking street fights. I don't know. what. There must be some other shit in yeah. there, too.
1: K1, Sonda, pro boxing, Western boxing. MMA is the big one, though, of course. One jujitsu jitsu competition that I saw you compete yeah, in. Li- the only jujitsu competition you saw me compete in was literally the only one I ever done. <laughs> Which is hilarious.
0: <laughs> I was just saying, uh, you competed against one of my old students, Big Steve, and, yeah, you guys had a fucking razor-close match. piece of a yeah, belt back then. Yeah,
1: literally, I think that was, like, my second match on that tournament. I won by an advantage, and I was like... <sighs>
0: Dude, a wins a win, whatever. <laughs> nah, that shit's scary. <laughs> Steve should have shut that advantage down. That's what I'm saying, dude. And uh, I haven't seen you. I mean, we've been sitting here talking shit for the last like hour already. But I haven't seen you since we fought together on the SFC three or four, whatever the hell it was. SFC
1: four, right? They have the shirt SFC four yeah. over yeah. there. Oh, I must yeah, that on four. that. No, yeah,
0: that was the one. Maybe no, no, I was the judge of that one. Three, I think it was. Three, the one okay. We
1: on. Yeah, because didn't we all fight MMA? Me, yeah, we you, and Luke Adams all fight MMA that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember <laughs> funny story about that fight. We were all talking shit. I remember Major was trying to get you to put that dude in a twister.
1: No, I was. Uh, that was the
0: plan. I know. I, I saw a you twister that play.
1: guy. And yo, know, that was the plan. <laughs> plan. That was. Yeah, I hit plan. him once in the body from a mount, and I was because I actually I was scared if I hit him in the face he'll tap. And I so I hit him in the body, <laughs> and I wanted him to turn and give me his back so I can set up the fucking uh, was a fucking truck position or whatever. Yeah. And he just you you No, know, he tapped instantly, and I was like, you piece of shit. Yeah, because he would have got me. him. You eventually yeah. would have got him. He yeah. was. He, was, he took that fight like, last minute notice, and he just did it probably for the money. And he was just so scared because I was UFC vet and I had way more fights than that yeah, guy. Yeah, you
0: could tell that guy just shelled up. Here. Yeah. But he was a last minute guy. You were supposed to fight someone else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: was, oh, I fucking forget. I don't know. I can't remember you was ago, supposed yeah, to yeah, I was supposed to fight somebody else. I remember he took that fight on, like, a week notice, though.
0: Yeah. 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 So, kudos to him for stepping in there, but he was out of his <laughs> league. And then I remember, like, Major come up to me and he was like, oh, yeah, I was going to – I don't know, he said something like he was going to give you your fucking blue belt or something if you <laughs> twisted him or some <laughs> shit. Or I don't remember. It was something yeah, like. I ruined that one. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I was trying. <laughs> it's like, meanwhile, we're all afraid to death about fighting, and you're just trying to fucking twister this dude.
1: <laughs> no, but like, if you know, like, certain guys you get matched up with, well, eventually, if you have enough fights, you know, you know the level of certain guys. So if you get matched up with some guys, you're like, yeah, I can maybe try something new. Like same like when you roll, you have way more jiu-jitsu experience than me. If you roll with a blue belt or purple belt, you probably work your game out. and You want to try out some new shit, or you work it on the lower belt guys. And so, it's the same in fighting, right?
0: But the interesting thing about you, dude, is that you you fought every spectrum of the level. You had a you fight. You fought in the UFC against Max Holloway when he was young, which is fucking crazy. I hate that. I hate you, reminding because it was such. a I know, thing. dude. but It's oh, one of those things.
1: It's like, oh, if I would have won, that would change my life. Oh, all right. but <laughs> it's but it's one of
0: those things that you stepped in there. You fought. Back then, nobody knew he was going to be shit, right? I mean, to be fair to you, you've had fucking 60 fights since then or something. Yeah. Th- I mean, yeah, probably lot. across two- all the disciplines. that was like
1: January 2014 is when I fought in the UFC. You were still pretty new to the whole thing. You said you started training in 2010, right? So, my first fight was June 2010, and I made my pro MMA de- debut August 2010. <laughs> and then I fought in the <laughs> UFC, and I literally started training just a few months before I started fighting. So,
0: four years in, you started fighting in the UFC. Yeah. That's fucking fast, dude. That's crazy. Th- yeah, yeah. I won't even wouldn't even let my wife fight until she's trained for five years. <laughs> Amateur.
1: Man, like, uh, it was funny. When I was in Florida, I remember there were some guys that I talked to They're like, I'm not going to make my pro debut until I become a black belt, until I become a black belt. And there's a lot of guys who have that mentality yeah. that they feel like they need to be a black belt in jiu-jitsu before they go pro in MMA, which is smart. Yeah, that's good. But I'm like, yo, that's going to take forever. <laughs> well, that's kind of an
0: arbitrary qualification because MMA is so complex. Yeah, it's so different now. I think, but I think you can get away with five years. But I'm a fan of people having a lot of amateur fights. You know, I, I, yeah. that's the one. Boxing fucking sucks most of the time, right? Like mm-hmm. the whole just sport of it. The fights are great, like, but just the way that it's run. Ah, uh, yeah, because there's too much uh, too much politics. Too, and too many, too many champions, too many fucking weight classes. Uh, it it that, just gets muddy, right? Mm. But, uh, I mean, of course, the best thing about MMA is you always get good fights. Yeah, like especially like the high level MMA, UFC. Well, you, even you, low level fights
1: are exciting as fuck.
0: Oh yeah, I know people. Ron, Ron's fucking. I'm gonna call him white trash, but he's Chinese, so I don't know if I can <laughs> if, if I can call that without getting the podcast fucking flagged. But he only likes bum fights. <laughs> he just wants to watch the chaos, right? He doesn't want to see. He'll boo if the fight's technical and shit. He just starts. He's like a drunk American.
1: Yeah, he must have loved then, uh, was when Damian, Maya, and Askren fought each other. Everybody thought it was going to be a super technical ground battle. Oh, he was wasted. Wasn't. I was there with
0: him. I and mean, Major. <laughs> I was there with Major, too.
1: She's like, no. Dude, we all were <laughs> we so mad. <laughs> Dude, the whole th-
0: thing was fucking weird, right? Because me and Major go, and it's me and Major and his wife and my wife. And I think Ron and a couple other guys that I trained, Stephen Langdown were all there. And we're sitting there, and we're fucking wasted, right? And then right as the main event comes on, we get paraded on by this group of Brazilians. <laughs> like, We had six of the Brazilian instructors, Brazilian jitsu instructors across Singapore. They were all fucking drunk, like <laughs> cheering on Damian Maia. and me, me and Major are like sitting, trying to sit there and talk shit. But we got these vocal-ass Brazilians that are like <laughs> screaming, die, 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 at fucking Ben Askren. You know, whatever that fucking chant that they scream in Portuguese is. It was wild shit.
1: Fuck. What just happened? Uh, last night was 1FC. Oh, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, Congrats tif- to Tiffany
0: To. Yeah, Tiffany. Fromm. She's the number one contender now, right? Yeah,
1: for sure. But, yeah, yeah. I hope she just finished her contract. I would love to see her go to the UFC. I feel well, like she's She's 9-1 and one now. I feel like at her weight division right now, she's top 30 in the world.
0: Well, they don't have that weight division in the UFC.
1: What, straw weight? Yeah. So they got straw weights, right? No, what is she the, oh, no,
0: no, they don't have Adam weight, right? No, she's a straw weight, though. She's a straw, she's a straw, straw weight. weight. Oh, okay, so they do have that. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking the one below her, but they do have the atom weight, right? No. That's the UFC one doesn't have the That's fight. what I mean. that one has it that you yeah, see that's Angela Lee's weight, right? Yeah. Well, Tiffany's a big girl, a real, man. Yeah, Tiffany's I, strong. Bro, <laughs> her fucking shoulders are so <laughs> wide. She's so strong. Yeah, she's
1: jacked. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Fuck, I don't know how she makes that weight. But she looked great cuz that first round was rough. That Did you see the fight? You oh, were yeah, there. She got in that, you were there, that, right?
1: That that was No, no, I wasn't there because uh only the, the close coronavirus. Uh, oh, so, yeah, they yeah, closed it they down. Closed it off, so only her co- cornerman there. I wasn't cornering, but uh that Japanese girl is really good in that Scarfold position. Yeah, dude. And she had her in the f- that Scarfold for, like, BL. She's been training that. Well, Major's got her training that for, like, how to defend it and get out of it. Because she
0: does it all the time. So you can, yeah, you yeah. can so see the, the video. T- that
1: was, like, one trick pony. Japanese stick to their game plan. And that was what she was trying to do.
0: She was but doing crazy shit. She was, like, turning her back all the time to try and set that up. Like, turning her back with a two-on-one, like, almost mm-hmm. like a Russian tie. And then uh, trying to drag her to the ground with it. I mean, the first round, she got her. Yeah. Dude, that was a tight scarf <laughs> Like, fuck, man. She knew how to control Especially, that position yeah, that really
1: specia- well. Like I said, that's her specialty. That's like one, one thing she's good at. So.
0: Then uh, she does the Americana right from the scarf Yeah, with, uh, with the legs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah dude. <sighs> but Tiffany shut her down in the second and yeah. third round. Yeah, she just peppered, just her, peppered her, peppered her, peppered uh, her. Yeah. But she does not have easy work in front of her if she sticks around. Oh yeah, if she one. fights
1: Panda, uh, well it'll be a rematch. Yeah, it's a rematch. That's but the only fight she's lost, right? Yeah, it's the only fight she's lost. I would like to see. Definitely want to see her. Yeah, because she does her camp with Major. The last time she did her camp with Tiger, she'd had like a she she bounced bounced away for a little bit. So I'd like to see how she does with her with her home team, her own coach, and see how how she prepares for that. Like that's that's a tough yeah. task. Yeah, that, that girl is Panda's tough, beast. dude. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's a beast. She drops yeah. bombs, man. Yeah, she's like she throws. Hand. She's for fucking for heavy. Yeah, she's Hell yeah, heavy bro. <laughs> dude, she throws heat. She yeah. throws heat. So I think with her, you know, you got to have really good striking defense. Yeah. you got to have fucking good cardio because she throws hard. Yeah, late. Yeah, she doesn't. she fights. Does not die. She no. she does she's not competitive in the and fourth fight. and fifth rounds. So you got to be insanely good shape. Where your striking defense has to be on point, and you got to be able to go. Because Tiffany can maybe win an MMA fight, but if she gets stuck in that that kickboxing kickboxing
1: range, she she can't get a takedown. uh, Yeah, it's gonna be.
0: And if and if she gets, you know, if she can push for the takedown the whole fight, it can open up her striking, and Mm. then you know some scrambles on the ground. Take
1: her down once, then. That's, yeah, that's like the ultimate fucking master plan to be me. Take me down once. I'm so worried about the takedown. Then I get hit with stupid punches. It changes the game, yeah, right? It changes it completely. The distance. The distance yeah. changes the game. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's the advantage of the MMA fighter, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got to get you training some more grappling, bro. You, you think <laughs> nah, your grappling sucks? You're confused. D- Will no, sitting here kidding. talking shit about his own grappling. But if you look at his fucking record, he's got like 30 something wins by submission. The vast yeah, majority of all of your fights but are won I by always submission.
1: open it up with like, I use my tie clinch. And I open up, like, it ends up, like, uh, the back opens up somehow from standing. I, I take guys back, mostly I take people's back standing. That happens from the clinch. It doesn't happen right. because I take them down and grapple them and work from position to and position. And you can, like,
0: tag them on the feet, too, and then transition <laughs> yeah, I hit to a lot yeah. hit them with a, a knee, of, yeah. then they kind of,
1: oh, uh, then I arm drag them, and I take their back. It's, it's, like, it's not the, it's not, like, the most technical fight. But dude, if you had <laughs> some fucking
0: nasty submissions, dude, like, you know. Like a Tony if, Ferguson, Darth, or hip, something yo. like. <laughs> I'm too lazy, man. But you're a kickboxer, <laughs> like, man. That's your jam, yo, d- right? We
1: were just talking earlier too, like how, how, uh, cause you, wait, how, how many pro MMA fights you said yet? You Two. Two. Mm. But you've been training way longer than me. Uh, fuck, you're a black belt. Uh, you say you really enjoy the process of training and coaching more <laughs> than you do in fighting, yeah. and I'm the complete opposite. I fucking hate training. I you hate love it. fighting. Yeah, I love like, fighting. You like it. I hate cutting weight. Like feeling. I hate the fight camps. I hate showing up. Like it's a day to day. You know, the training grind. sucks. It's it's really that grind sucks. I don't care what anybody says. Like, it's uh, it's not. Well, this is
0: this is one perspective I want to get on you because you've had so many fights. I think you are easily one of the most prolific fighters in the world right now. Maybe this year is a little bit down compared to last year or whatever the fuck, but your schedule is insane, dude. (laughs) Like, we were supposed to do this podcast in January, and then you were like, oh, it took a fight, got to go. And (laughs) I was like, dude, yeah, because you fight every (laughs) fucking month. You got bills (laughs) to pay, you got shit to do. Yeah. But I was like, uh, uh, one of the things I want to ask you about is, I'm sure you still get anxiety and stuff before the fights. You always get the nerves. But when did it start to shift for you for like, you know cuz I always tell a story on the podcast like my I had two fight or flight responses when uh-huh. I fought right the very first time I ever had a amateur fight uh-huh. I got the fight or flight response like I got to get the fuck out of here you know then that feeling of like I was just I was like I'm going to climb out the window I'm fucking gone I'm going to change my name I don't give a fuck you know and then you go in you do the damn thing the next two fights next three fights I felt okay and then when I made my pro debut I got that feeling again like I got to get the fuck out of here yeah, down yeah, yeah. out of the window
1: like no, change I mean, my name the whole I, t- now I, d- I don't get anxiety like I don't even get it at the wins. I don't get it the week before. I only get it now when I show up to the stadium. The walk in? Like, no, walk, just, when I'm at the stadium and I'm just waiting for me to get called. I, I do this crazy rocking thing. I rock a lot. You look like you're fucking pissed yo, right now. Yeah, I look like, like I'm a sociopath, bro. <laughs> yeah. but it, it, it's I do what, this thing where I hug myself yeah. and, rock and rock Yeah, I just, I seriously, I rock before every fight. And that, that's, it only starts when I get to the stadium. But as soon as my name, yeah, as soon as I actually wake my name gets called, I start walking out. Oh, I relax. It's okay. It's fine. But that waiting period from like when you show up to the stadium, because some shows make you show up five hours before the show even starts and you'd be waiting for hours just to, just to like for the show to start and for you to fight. And nowadays I'm almost always co-main or main event Yeah. and it fucking sucks. It's just like, it yo, know, I'd rather fight first. Let me, let me get just out of the way and yeah. I want to go home. I want to get my
0: paycheck. Yeah. Cause you got to sit there yeah. for all the beginning. And all yeah. And, and it's everybody.
1: hours. It's literally hours. Yeah. And so that, that part is what sucks. Like. That's where I feel anxiety, anxiety, the emotion. It's hilarious that down. you
0: find the weight more annoying than the violence <laughs> no, of nah. the fucking fight. But the fight's... are like, ah, but this weight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. <nah>. The, fight, <laughs> the fight's
1: still, like, fun. It's like, okay, because I, I yeah. don't think about the crowd anymore. That's your craft, I right? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's your like, shit. Yeah, that, I mean, because eventually I just... Yeah, you like, after a while, like I think after, like, 20 fights in, I started blocking out the crowd. I don't really hear anything. I just hear my corner man. It's like, it's like I'm fighting in front of nobody. You're, yeah. Now
0: you're just working, right? It's yeah, just, yeah. you putting just, in the work.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's just fun. Even the last I, The
0: last fight that I had, which would have been my uh, my sixth in total, that f- shit finally went away. Yeah. I think it was because I was confident enough in my skill to be like, okay, like.
1: But it's good to hit you at number six because most people have to hit double digits before they get that comfortability completely. Yeah, the
0: last time yeah. I was relaxed. But every other time before that, it was pretty, pretty fucking dodgy. Yeah. You know, I didn't know exactly. Tons of stress, tons of anxiety. And then the whole thing, like. I, I was always drawn more to coaching. I was, I'm that fucking guy. You know, the guy at the gym that like the white or the blue belt that just sits there and tells like, talks to everybody about technique. And yeah. Like, that annoying motherfucker who won't shut up about all that <laughs> stuff that doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. I was that guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was that guy for like half my fucking life. So I just love the actual process of like doing the work, drilling coming up in for me. Cause I used to be a teacher. Uh-huh. So a lot of it, like actually drawing up a curriculum, For a year, like thinking about like, okay, I'm going to cover these guards, these techniques for months. And then we start to transition into these and creating a, a plan for that across like the Muay Thai classes, the MMA. I find that shit interesting. Yeah, and I love the scientist.
1: You're like, ooh, because be like I'm this. creating a program, yeah.
0: right? And as my business runs, I start to realize how important teaching and creating like a long-term program is, rather than just rolling up and fucking teaching what you saw on the internet that yeah. day or the whatever. The more
1: more I get into coaching, the more I realize I actually do have to plan shit out. I need to build a curriculum, and I've never actually done that. And, uh, and it, 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 probably because I was talking to major so much. Uh,
0: he does struggle. that. Yeah, he talks about curriculum. I, his see, I yeah. see what he
1: does with his MMA and jujitsu and stuff. And I realize I need to start building a cricket. I coach mostly Muay Thai and boxing. I do a little bit of MMA or jujitsu, like if I need to fill in for somebody or something. But, uh, yeah, I was never really thought of shit in a curriculum, breaking down shit step by step. So sometimes I'll literally back in the day, I'll show up to a class. I'll be like, eh, "What do I feel like? Uh, let's work some head movement shit today." I'll just be well, like, if you're filling in, that's yeah. I mean, it's whatever. You yeah, know? I mean, that's, but I've that's, always been like a part-time coach. I'm just gonna show up someplace. Totally, you're a fighter, dude. Yeah. You have
0: fucking 100 fights. How many? What's the total again? 118. One, yeah. 118. Son of a bitch, <laughs> dude. I mean, you're a fucking gangster, dude. That is insane. But and you fought. You fought Lethway, you fought bare knuckle. I want to ask you what what's the most what's your highlight of your career like? If you what's the most insane fight or what's the most crazy when you can look back Man. and be like, dude, that one was fucking epic. Like, what, what's that one for you? One of the most
1: insane fights probably was last time I fought in Korea. For, it was an MMA fight. I fought this. Uh, I fought a, you, you know Shafiq the slasher. Shafiq? Yeah, 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 yeah. So me, Shafiq fought this guy in Rebel FC. And me and Shafiq used to be old training partners. Um, he's a, he's a guy from Korean top team, the promoter of, of top FC in Korea is the owner of Korean top team. Oh, okay. So I fought, I fought there three times and twice it's been against Korean top team guys. And, uh, a I, lo- I won my first fight, lost the second one to the Korean top team guy. And the third time I fight and fight another Korean top team guy. And they're like, if he wins, he goes to UFC. And, and uh, I had a really good camp. I trained with my, my friend, Emilio Rutia uh, for that fight. And he was cornering me and he was uh, if you ever meet who Emilio, or if you ever watch his podcast, you've probably seen him. Or or yeah, seen him he's got a, a podcast. What's the name of this podcast? Uh, honey Badger
0: out? Hour. Honey Badger Hour. I mean,
1: but if, if ever, we're if gonna you, get you on one of
0: these days, <laughs> man. If you're ever in Singapore, let's hook it up. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'll let him know too, because he needs a fucking. He, he well, he's gonna come back anyways. He always comes back to Singapore. At yeah, least dude, once a get year. him on here, man. That'd yeah. be fucking sick. I saw him. He's had some epic fights. Even Yo, one dude, he's a fucking any dog, fights, man. He's lost or won. They've always been dog he's fights. He's a fucking dog, man. He is the most intense person. That fight it, with Lee Kai-wen in one, did you see yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, bro. Well, the crazy thing is I, me and I trained at Lee Kai-wen. I was coaching at Lee Kai-wen's gym for, like, three months. I cornered him, like, a month before he fought Emilio. Like, I, fought, I cornered him in Oh, you Nangle. cornered him before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I he's cool. Like,
0: uh, huh No he's cool Me and Major ran into him When Major fought Boku We were cutting weight At Pure Fitness or something Because we yeah. had a cage there And then it was the week Of the fight And then he rolled up And you know No, no fucking English at all uh, He's a little bit better now Now he can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, But dude this was like in two, you know, Four yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago Or some <laughs> shit like that But he's fucking cool You know? Yeah,
1: yeah no he's a chill dude And he, he goes to Alpha Male In Sacramento a lot Yeah, yeah. But uh, He's a
0: beast too man He's a fucking beast Yeah oh no dude, he's I a monster have, He's the one of, He's kids got so dynamite athletic. dude Yeah So explosive yeah, yeah. But that know. fight with him and Emilio was fucking. Oh, it was fire. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That shit <laughs> and was. I was just
1: like, oh, I was like, oh, that's like my student. Dude, and then- <laughs> that's a cool thing that you're that's seeing two
0: fucking savages throw <laughs> yeah. down, man. Because you but, even watch them every time they hit each other, they're just like, let's go, someone's going down, <laughs> motherfucker. So yeah, somebody's
1: gonna die. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're <laughs> we're both in high gear. But anyway, going back to your story with your. Uh, oh yeah, but Emilio is like the fight.
1: most intense person ever. As intense as his fights is, that's his personality as well. And uh, he was, I remember his corner me. And it was just a such I was getting my ass cut. I was got a gnarly cut over my eye. I was surprised the Koreans didn't stop it, like Doctor didn't stop it. And then I ended up uh I probably lost the first round. Almost got knocked out. And then the second round I started coming back. And then the third round I ended up I ended up uh catching the back and the try. I and when we were clinching, I ended up winning by a rear naked choke. You dropped but him was, down from the clinch?
0: From the feet uh, or I think his back in a transition. I arm,
1: it was a transition. i arm dragged oh, the nice. clinch or some shit. And I yeah, I ended up taking his back. But uh that was just a, probably one of the most intense fights I've ever had. That was just an MMA fight. But, yeah, I fought Lethway. Lethway's crazy. Probably my first Lethway fight was really crazy because when you – first time you ever get hit bare knuckle, like in an actual pro fight, like, I mean, I've had little street fights or whatever. You can't really I train
0: hit. for that, though, no, right? No,
1: <laughs> it's like I remember I, I was, like, trying to shoulder rolling, and I remember he hit me on my, on my, like, uh, my, my back that here, that. on the back of my shoulder. Yeah. And it fuck, it was so bruised. I remember even in the fight, I was thinking, oh, that hurts." Did you just numb your arm up. Yeah, or? like it was like, oh, that really hurt. Like, and, like, usually you have the adrenaline pumping in your fight. You can't feel anything, but there's some sh- shit when you get hit, you're like, you feel it clearly. Like, even you know? like
0: in non vital parts, right? Yeah, and it was it's- just
1: like, oh, and I just remember after the fight, it was so sore. And it was, yeah, that, the, we ended up fighting to a draw. I fought this Burmese guy to a draw because in, Bur- in uh, Lethway, if you, there's no knockout, it's an automatic draw in the traditional rules. Yeah. So yeah, we you, you think all five. you won
0: or was pretty close. No, I definitely won. Definitely if it was like by okay. points, I definitely won, won, won that fight, but uh-huh.
1: but it was 5 rounds and I just, Comp- but I still I took a few really big shots from my my What about the kicks or the headbutts? Have you taken a good headbutt? Oh, uh, yeah, my 2nd second leftway fight, I lost by cut. I got headbutt and it was it was literally it was the last the round. Yeah, last round, last 30 seconds of the last round, I got I got cut from a headbutt. And it was such a gnarly cut, I couldn't even be mad when the doctor stopped it. Because if it was 30 seconds more, it would have been a draw.
0: Did it oh shit. You know, it would have oh, been yeah. a draw. But yeah. like
1: because it was it wasn't gonna be but the doctor stopped it, so it's like a TKO loss.
0: Did it daze you or was it just a cut? No,
1: it was just a gnarly cut, a but cut. I was like gushing blood. What's and your was, opinion on the headbutt? Is no, it, I like it. Like, you it's, like real. It. it's real. It's real like that's that's Do you fighting, think
0: you know? for sure it's fighting, but do you think it does more damage to
1: the user than the I mean I no. know the
0: goal is to hit the th- fucking hard part of your head into the soft part of the face so, ideally right yeah
1: that's so, uh so you hit a, above your hairline you're supposed to headbutt the right, like right, top, right top there, part of the head on the camera like. you're not supposed to head, headbutt with your forehead a lot of people think you're a headbutt like this it's here but you're we, actually like going up kind yeah, of right that's like, like you what's cl- funny is people think because I'm, I'm tall oh, i'm advantage or Actually, but I, it's hard for me to headbutt guys. It's easy for shorter guys. Guys a little bit oh, shorter yeah, to me, come up to come up and headbutt. Because that's the difference is that yeah, I the can't tie clinch, clinch plumb. I can't plumb anymore because they shoot plum, that fucking head shoot, up. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. So yeah, that. I had to like adapt my clinch and use my arm over but same thing too they can take your back and suplex you in the left way dude, they can, it's can do so any throws sweet. or any sweeps I, don't I know
0: yeah. I know dude it's yeah. fucking sweet I'm not even mad at <laughs> it at all part of it's me crazy. is like this is fucking barbaric like a little bitch and nah. then part of me is like dude fucking dude it's Valley to Tudo it's, it's really yeah.
1: it's old school Valley tuto, but just no ground game
0: well I said that I think the next logical extension is there's gonna be, there's gonna be an MMA version of that Valley is coming come Valley back Valley Tudo's coming back it's gonna be bare knuckle with head so, butts, MMA everything I'm, goes I'm, and then here's another game changer with that the fucking cement Mission game Oh yeah, no, glove. no, gl- no, no glove. Hell yes. yeah,
1: son. You throw
0: those fucking shots with uh, that padded up. Just honestly, wrap.
1: I think a lot of Ali Tudo fights will be. Well, at least back in the day in Brazil, they weren't grappling matches. They were just guys going. Yeah, they will throw one or two shots, but then they end up grappling, and then just there's, open no it sh- open there's no it up. There's right? no strikes being thrown. It's just they just you see fluid submissions. That's gonna happen. Yeah. Dude.
0: In the next couple of years, there's gonna be like so a bare knuckle boxing. TFC
1: Thailand Fighting Championship. Oh yeah, get on show. get on it, dude. This yeah, is your so show, I'm right? I'm looking for a sponsor if, as soon as I can. I just can't afford it right now because I. I have to be able to right now we don't pay that well because it's a small uh show that fighters use to build the record to get how many shows shows. have you done we've done four four big shows but we've done two fight nights so we've had six shows so far nice um so you're building it yeah i'm building it slowly and as soon as i can get like a decent sponsor i'm gonna have i want to bring valley tuto back to asia nice like so that's to to asian for sure yeah so that's 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 a plan for TFC at least. Yeah.
0: That's a good move, dude. Because no one's doing it, it's coming. Yeah, I can see the writing on the wall. Oh,
1: 100%. Because you can see that it's moving that way. It's Bare moving in that goal. direction. Baron out. Leftway's blowing up right now, and I feel. And it's, it's not. Yeah, you know, Leftway's on fight pass right now. BKFC's in America. BKB's in London. The shows are all usually sold out in London. I fought for that one twice. And, and so, calling
0: it Valley Tudo is the move too, because like Lethway has a historical culture, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with like even Bare Knuckle, right? Well, Valley They're,
1: Tudo too has eighties and nineties. That's right? what I mean. Yeah. So
0: bring it back to like fucking you know Vanderlei Silva one. headbutting people yeah. in the guard and shit. <laughs> no, I was just talking to someone today about like that used to be legal in the UFC. Mm. Mark Coleman used to fucking headbutt people.
1: Ken Shamrock would be sitting in the guy's guard and just yeah, dude. Drop his
0: head. You get on top in the guard. You tie up the hands with yep. your hands. You fuck it, there's nothing else between your yep. fucking forehead and, and their changes- nose. But like Dude, but as soon like, as
1: guys start training for it, then it won't be it's it's dangerous. Like well, UFC one is probably more it was more dangerous because guys were not didn't know how to train MMA.
2: Yeah.
1: But now if you know what the rules are, you know how to defend sock kicks, not to defend grounded knees. Like in one fc there's grounded knees. You don't actually see very many grounded knees in one fc because people know how to defend they, it. They start realizing it and they start training for it. But so as soon as people start training for headbutts, which you're starting to see in left way as well, then probably not going to be as
0: brutal you know like yeah. you think most of the the finishes from headbutts are from cuts
1: probably from cuts i would think i, would, I, mean, I just remember how i got mm, i've seen a few videos knockout on YouTube. headbutts i've seen, I've seen, a, seen few a few videos. i've seen a couple of those but like uh but lethway's crazy because it's usually the traditional rules i, I like what the wlc is doing the world lethway uh championship yeah
0: um that's majors one of the referees for them right yeah the judges
1: i like what they're doing because they're actually um Take, they took out the timeout rule and so, so people don't know in left wave anytime you get knocked out before the last round you can time out and you get a two-minute break really to fucking revive yourself
0: you can call a timeout like but literally an, oh i didn't ever, know that
1: you get one timeout, out and um, <laughs> what? Bro, what? So, <laughs> so like you've actually seen <laughs> guys I'm The only one that's like wait you could just like be like fuck i got
0: rocked hold on and then yeah, like, yeah okay cool just then, so you chill get, out for a minute so you got two
1: minutes because in between le- rounds on left way you got two minute breaks three minute rounds two minute breaks yeah and then at any point you get knocked out you got one timeout. You
0: and they got them. the revival too
1: yeah so then they fucking wake you up God, they get you back into fucking it. intense so dude. most of the time you do see like a headbutt knockout it's usually after they've used a timeout already so it's like they're already rocked already yeah definitely not recovered so i'm actually How glad long is the timeout two minutes Damn, so that's even longer than an MMA break. Yeah, and even the rounds in between rounds are two two minutes. minutes. That's kind of sick, actually. I like that. No, I hate it. You hate it? No, I didn't like it because you're relying. Because I rely on like good cardio and I get stronger as the fight goes. Volume striker. Like seeing those guys take the two-minute break, like they come out super fresh, and I'm like. Like, they really want to see somebody get knocked out. (laughs) Yeah. No, your
0: style is more built for, like, old school, (laughs) Gracie, like, no time limit. Yeah, I like... Speaking of, if you don't mind a segwaying, you're fighting a fucking open weight. By the way, for the listeners, Will Chope is fucking huge. (laughs) Dude, when I fought with you, you were the same size as me. Now you look like you fucking, (laughs) like, could eat half of me. First of all, you're six foot four and you fought at featherweight. That's fucking insane. I don't know how you survived that. And then I met you, and then you were fighting lightweight. And now you look like a fucking middleweight, dude. I'm 85 what? Kilos, You man. are a middleweight. What the fuck is going on, dude? Was what it, are you was eating? It,
1: was it uh, Frank Robert, or this guy on Instagram I fucking watch? Robert Frank, that's his name. He's like a Jack Tan and Juicy as fuck. Jack Tan <laughs> and Juicy as fuck. And I was like, yeah, that's my goal. Hey. So you used to
0: be in featherweight, and now you're giving up, and you're just going weight because you're like, fuck yeah, all just, this. Like
1: now I've just been doing catch weights a lot. I, I I definitely still feel like I'm too small for to be like a real welterweight, like a UFC welterweight. I don't feel like I'm as big as those guys. A lot of those guys are like. 90 Unless kilos. you bulk,
0: you could get there, dude. I All could, you gotta do I, is lift like, weights for six months. And I, you I could, could,
1: but I'm just I I've, I've never hit 90 kilos in my life. Mm. I've never been 90 kilos. And most welterweights are over 90. They walk around over 90 and they cut down diet. They I mean, you're a huge lightweight
0: at this point. You're no, a no, a no, I'm fucking a massive huge. lightweight. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I I prefer catch weights, like. Now, I don't even like going good lightweight anymore. So, like, what, like, like one, 72, 75, 65? Yeah, 160. Something. I wish they had a 160 weight class. Yeah, that'd be sick. Or a 165, that would be great. But I feel like 170 is still a little bit too big. But I'm getting there. I'm, that's why I'm really trying to up weight. And this open weight fight is just a fun fight in Bangkok. It's like,
0: yeah, he told us this story with this guy. What would you call it? Uh from Hide
1: s- is like the E Honda off E-Honda. So this guy that's the guy you're fighting? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is E, <laughs> e- Honda? St- and he looks exactly like he Honda, I swear he's to a God.
0: Thick boy. Yeah.
1: 100, he's 110 kilos, but <laughs> you're he's five a- foot eight. <laughs> so, so you're fi-
0: you're eighty five kilos and you're six foot four yeah, yeah. and you're fighting a one hundred and ten
1: kilo Kilo Japanese guy. Five foot eight. Sumo
0: wrestler type. <laughs> yeah, dude. he looks, but
1: he, but yo, he throws overhands and oh yeah, good, with that yeah. kind of weight, he's got that hip <laughs> dude. It's all of his weight is in his fucking ass, man. He yeah, yeah. could throw some. And he's only had one fight. He's one to zero professional, but he fought this. It's funny because he fought, it's MMA fight, right? Yeah, he said we're fighting MMA. His last fight, he won. He took the guy down. It was like second round, I think, and he was kneeing him from side control because ground and knees and soccer kicks are allowed in Full Metal Dojo. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be. I just don't want that big guy to get on top of me. No, that would be a be, problem. That's going to suck. Because, yo, height doesn't matter when that fool's grappling on me. <laughs> but if you get on top of him and he's tired. Oh, that's going to be good. That's or what you I get hope. his back when he's tired. No, I just want, I want violence. I want, like, soccer kick, 12 to 6 elbows. I want to see some So they thing. soccer
0: kick, too. Yeah, soccer just, kicks are and okay. Ground and grounded
1: knees. Grounded and knees and 12 to 6 elbows okay. Stomps? Uh, no stomps. <laughs> okay. No stomps. That's the I mean. only so
0: thing. just wanted to see if anyone's going to bring it back. Yeah. Stomp. Yeah. Pride oh. never dies, man. Valley Tudo, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's fucking aggressive, dude. Yeah, like- but
1: stomps, I feel like actually, I legitimately think stomps are actually dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> soccer kicks, dude. Soccer kicks, okay. It's literally a punt. Nah, like, but, okay, yeah. I'm going to punt your head now. But soccer kicks, <laughs> like, the, the way the, the fights are going and how the, it, like, that's okay. But a stomp, like, you can literally posture up and, I don't know, that's like. That seems dude when major not good. soccer kick Bruno Pucci threw his legs. To the Man, side I was there. Park. I was ring. I was cornering. I was him. <laughs> there too. Punted his fucking head. Yeah, it was so good,
0: <laughs> dude. That would have been a forty-yard field goal if this is uh, American football. Yeah. His head would have been through the uprights. But. Like I can But it was me? such
1: a crazy angle too. And yeah, that, like angle. He was it. like turning kind of into like, it after the guard pass. I don't want to say major I don't want to say it was a lucky kick, but like <laughs> it was a crazy kick. Like that was like one in a million. That shit wouldn't like yeah. it's pretty hard to train to make that shit happen. Like, yeah, I know. So.
0: Especially with a guard pass, dude. Stephen Langdon hit a good fucking soccer kick on somebody too in oh, yeah. one of his fights, dude. Just <laughs> from I think his was like up against the fence. Like the guy's in a turtle position yeah. up against the fence, and you're standing
1: right. Oh, dude, do you ever remember when... Dude, uh, sh- fuck. Sh- so, sh- Shannon Weirich fought last night, but he yeah. lost his... Pli- he but lost. do you ever remember when Shannon and Mitch Chilson fought each other? I do remember that. Yeah, that so he had the fence. He grabbed the fence and he was soccer kicking him. <laughs> oh, uh, that was... It got overturned to a no contest. There was like some weird open attack rule. I don't yeah, know, I remember some those evolved, days.
0: That's some evolved weirdness. <laughs> evolved did you, FC. <laughs> did you see the, uh, the Angela Lee slam when she's... Did you thought oh. think that was legal or oh, you talked on. about that in the podcast? Oh, suplexes
1: when they... It's illegal. 100%, right? Yeah, they dislocated... They disqualified this guy named Crisada, this Thai guy who was a Thai national wrestler. And, and Christian Lee.
0: They disqualified yeah. him too when he Anybody fought for uh, a suplex.
1: But Angela Lee does it. She's like the Ronda Rousey. Clearly a suplex. Yeah, yeah. And that suplex is what led to the finish. Yeah. No, no. That, it's, it's, that
0: started the finishing sequence. That was weird. Oh, and wow. you could clearly see. Come now, on. Like, I'm not against Angela Lee because, like, I think she's a fucking beast. Like I got no issues. Yeah, with and actually I actually think the rule, and, I, and I
1: think the rule's stupid. But the fact is, they have the rule. Yeah. So exactly. if you're gonna make the rule, you got to enforce it equally across the board. Plus, do that,
0: make it a uh, no contest or whatever. Do the rematch again, even bigger. Yes. Because like she still, I don't think it should be illegal. No. And it's, it's a dominant move, and if you hit somebody with a suplex and rock them and then finish them, and they're like, you can't do it. And you're like, but it's a fucking. What was the reason the for making it more. illegal?
1: Like they don't want guys getting spiked on their neck or some shit. I guess so, but I think an. Dude, it's, but it's MMA. like, okay, we allow grounded knees and 12 to 6 Head elbows. Kicks? Head kicks. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but no, <laughs> it's, it's so, you know, there's such a weird contradiction, 1FC. That doesn't make act, any sense. Yeah. The grounded
0: knees and yeah. turtle knees, but they then they allow
1: grounded knees and they allow 12 to 6 elbows, but they don't allow. They allow 12 to 6? Yeah, they still allow 12 to 6 elbows. I didn't elbows. Even know that. Yeah, all elbows are legal.
0: I didn't even know that. You can't hit the back. You never of the other, of see course. that, anyone doing that, though.
1: It's hard because if you 12 to 6 elbow, you get taken down. Yeah.
0: But even from the mount I'm surprised you don't see people like that. John Jones oh, one yeah, on Matt yeah, Hamill, yeah. like dropping it yeah, down yeah. in the fucking eye socket. You know what <laughs> I mean? My, my last UFC
1: this uh <laughs> Malaysian guy, he got a point deducted cuz he was 12 to 6 elbow. Oh yeah, right in yeah, the yeah. eye socket, dude, coming out like, breaking I, the bricks. Like, it's weird too cuz if you like even in the UFC, the, if you unified rules, if you throw it from an angle, it's not 12 to 6, but it's like this weird I leave it to I leave it to referee's discretion, you know? So it's like
0: yeah, the rules are a problem, right? Yeah, it's
1: weird because I don't feel like they're dangerous either, you know.
0: Yeah, me neither. Who do you think won that uh, that John Jones Dominic Reyes fight? Did you watch that?
1: Oh no, I didn't see, but I've just I just watched uh, the highlight. But I heard everybody complaining because the John Jones won fourth and fifth round. I probably believe that. Yeah, that's and pretty then, much uh, what you expect. Dominic Reyes won the first three rounds. I'm like, oh, okay, but <laughs> the judging, I'm not even dude. Mad. It's, it's the judging for all of this kind yeah, of yeah. shit.
0: Because then now, you know, you probably fought under every rule set. Uh, Literally every you did you've done almost, pride rule yeah, sets I think you, so yeah dude I think you've actually fought under every fucking rule set so you you are one of the most uniquely pride. experienced
1: because even pro Sanda, i fought dude pro you've, in you've got a certain academy
0: man because you <laughs> are the one of the most uniquely experienced fighters on the planet there's nobody that's fought I can name six or eight dis- different disciplines that you've you've done kickboxing you've done muay thai you've done mm-hmm. lethwei bare knuckle mma boxing Jiu-Jitsu. Have <laughs> you done a wrestling competition? Nah,
1: I haven't right. re- Oh, no. Well, I mean, I guess if you count junior high school. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> man, that's America wrestling right there. Dude, but we got to get you loving time
0: wrestling, time. taking people down. Oh, fucking. I'm too tall.
1: Getting underneath. I'm level changing, man. That shirt's sure hurts my back. I'm old. Those
0: are, the, <laughs> those are the fighters, though, that have tons of longevity. Like, if you look at the fighters that have 100 to 200 to 300, well, like so, Dan Severin. So,
1: part of my whole mentality about gaining weight right now, because my, my idol is Dan Severn hundred plus fights his last professional fight is when he's 52 years old yeah i know that's crazy i love fighting but i hate cutting weight that's part and i so he's trying to get to the point yeah so like the cutting weight is what burned me out like i'm actually kind of taking a break this year i'm not fighting as much i'm trying to build tfc and i'm trying to coach I'm, i'm only gonna have like maybe four or five fights this year but uh and it's probably because it's the weight, because that should burn me out. So, but but if I want to have a long career and fight until my 40s, I gotta fight heavier weight classes. That's all yeah. the guys with over 100 fights, they're all heavier. They're all big guys. So that body, right? Like, I mean,
0: your body's dense. You can absorb impact. Yeah. But they're also a lot. They're grapplers, man. Yeah, like, they're, they're grapplers in yeah. MMA. Like you, you get those Thai guys, but. You know, with hundreds of fights, but then they retire at twenty something. Yep, they have a hundred
1: fights by the time they're eighteen. You know,
0: but so. there's something to be said about the Dan Severn type. Travis Fulton, he's yeah, the, he's the number one, right? He's yeah. got the most all fights all time. Travis Fulton, three hundred, crazy guy. Yeah, three hundred grappling. Yeah, right. Like Dan Severn, same thing. Those mm. guys later on in their life tend to favor that style because there's less explosive. Dynamic movement mm. So I mean You can control people Dude there's some Fucking 40 50 year old wrestlers Man, that's the thing Who though. will tie you In a fucking knot But there's a fast there. twitch Though like, at 40 or 50 If we'll you watch Lance
1: Everett Like to To the Casual fan he's be a very boring fighter But He does what works for him He's consistent And like you know what he's going to do, and, then he, but, yeah. and he doesn't get stopped. And that's how he wins. So. But
0: you never, you know who never survives is the 45-year-old fucking explosive counter-striker. Oh, no. Ever. No, no. Ever. No. They're never fast Because it's that enough, fast never, twitch. They lose that, their, yeah. That goes away, but there's other, there's other things you can do to mitigate. Damian Maya. Oh, I mean, yeah. Who the fuck is a better example than Damian Maya? Yeah, perfect. 41, he's what, he's 40, 42 yeah. years old, whatever the fuck. And he's still, he's still, he's still kicking. He's still going. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I saw him here training. I told you, uh, we, we spoke about it earlier. He came here to train yeah. for that, that fight. Dude, he was, first of all, he was fast even on the feet still, (laughs) but his grappling was just fucking next level. I mean, and he had, he was getting shark tanked the whole time. People were actually like pushing him. This was four or five days before the fight. He had a team of like six or eight Brazilians here, shark tanking (laughs) him. Like this is a grappling round. This is a jujitsu round. Here you start on the feet. This guy's fresh. Now you move to the wrestling exchange, start fresh. Mm. Now you're on the ground fresh. And then every time that was like four or five days before the fight. Awesome and he's still durable. He still can take a punch,
1: man. That, that's how a lot of fu- guys who don't fight full time. They don't think that they need to still train hard. They're like, you know, a week before the fight, like week out, you still got to be doing hard training, obviously not stupid training, You're not getting punched in the head and taking brain damage or, or, but you still got to always still push yourself and, and have hard S and C rounds or hard or getting hard grappling and stuff to, to stay in shape. And a lot of a lot of fighters, even in America, I talked to, they they're, they only they have like less than ten fights. They they won't train a week before their fight. I'm like, wait, a no, week? yeah, like I've had guys Couple actually days. tell me that. A like, week, but I was like,
0: yeah, like that's enough look. to slip, dude. Your cardio yeah, is fragile, your, it's teetering. Yeah, cardio,
1: that's the thing, but that goes away. Quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it goes up and t- your power will stay. Your cardio though, yeah. that goes away in a few days, a week. He's like, oh, I'm just Maybe. gonna let my body rest. I'm just gonna worry about the weight cut. It's like what? Uh, yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, you got to be doing something. You got to be doing some kind of active recovery. Yeah, you yeah, just can't just fucking sit around. I
1: guess I guess they're just running, or I don't know what the fuck they're doing.
0: How do you maintain your schedule because you, you fight so frequently? I mean, it's funny because we're having we're having a couple of beers, right? <laughs> and then I was like, but when you came here, I didn't know if you'd want to drink because I know that you got a fight coming up. But then I'm like, you always have a fight coming up. Do, <laughs> what, do you never do anything else? Yeah, like, like, come on. I'm it. like, your your experience for first of all the, the actual fight itself because you're so experienced, but then. The actual training itself, because when you have 100 fights, every fight you can't go like 12 month fucking or 12 week, eight, uh, three month camp where you no, peak at probably, the perfect time and yeah, you never yeah, do shit. You can't do that, that for 100 that's fights. That's
1: probably so. why I do have so many losses. Like, well, I don't have so many, but like, like my, my record, I'm 40 wins, 16 losses. But the, probably most of those 16 losses is because I never peaked and never have a full fight camp. Or I took a fight like a short notice. But or you're fighting any, with such frequency, money, like yeah, it's, life
0: it's, gets it's, in the way. Like yeah. shit, you have four fucking kids, dude. Like yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like you gotta crazy, feed those kids. Crazy bro. shit happens. Or, take care like, of your wife. There's
1: been a, there's been times like man, I've been most of the time I've been around Asia. I've been on tourist visas, just bouncing around, doing visa runs, just fighting here, training here, do short term uh, little training jobs or coaching jobs. Like I'll go to China for like two months, coach, bounce, go back to Thailand, and then live off of that or and then but also I'm fighting it while I'm coaching as well. So I'm not always focused on my training. I'm trying to coach and do a job. But also still maintain, be in good shape. I always still train with my students. I where, wherever I'm at, I'm always training with my students. I always try to hit some pads or do, you know, do my own SNC or at least go for a run or something. But yeah. but it's hard to maintain that like peak. Cardio, I can't maintain that shit year round. So when you're
0: fighting every month, like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be peaks and valleys, right? Yeah,
1: of course, you
0: know? Dude, I'm just saying, you got to open up an academy someday, man.
1: <laughs> One day, but yeah.
0: like, you, you have such a unique. There's nobody I can. I, I just mean, want, I just want somebody to take the
1: financial risk for me. And I'll dude, <laughs> get somebody. Get some, if my fucking gym like, pops, then then I do it, man. You have so
0: much unique experience. Like, there's no. I don't. How many people do you think have fought in all of the disciplines that you've done? Can you name any?
1: No, I think I I honestly do think I'm the only one who's actually done like especially like there's only three or four Americans to ever fight Lethway. And so like that's cool. Like, and yeah. bare, who's
0: done Lethway bare knuckle boxing fought in the UFC? Yeah, like yeah, like, like,
1: like nobody, nobody. Zero, yeah, zero. Dude, yeah, yeah. that's such a unique
0: niche so, that you occupy.
1: I should probably like fucking wear that. <laughs> I don't know. That should be my like, tag to get more sponsors, but Dude, yeah, you got to
0: you got to go online. I think yeah. I think for you it's just exposure cuz you could be fucking huge. You just need to build your audience but like whether it's on all you that know, kind I, of shit because
1: you, you're fucking I feel like my experience is so Man, unique. My, my problem too because like I feel like I should be more popular than what I am this is like maybe being like mad a little bit or, or You'll something. go down the road you had but, 100 fights you fucking can but, say whatever you want <laughs> but no it's like it's uh, but when when I was gonna make it that one big fight or that one big opportunity every fucking big fight that I felt was gonna take me to that next level I ended up fucking I slipped up, or I just didn't. I, I like uh, I ended up losing that fight, or something. Something happened. I just didn't win that big fight, that one big fight that I thought was gonna be the next big step, or the next fight that was gonna be the number one contender fight, or a belt fight, or something. I ended up fucking losing the most key, important fights. The fight against Holloway, for example. Like, mm. fuck, man. Like, and and that's 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 that was my problem. I need to fucking just stay in one place and you have. You fought a full Max camp. Holloway. What year? 2014 January. 8th, I mean, that's, 2014. that's like
0: four years into your training. I yeah. mean, that's fucking crazy. I mean, he was still young, too. But the thing with you, man, is that you you know, your experience is different. You you are a fucking like zero fucks given. You fight everybody Uh, like any any venue, any there's nobody that has your unique experience. You just need to find a way to 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 market that and turn that into something that creates money and wealth wealth for you, because your experience is just so unique. Nobody. There's not a single motherfucker in the world. In the whole world, that has you. D- in the whole world, yeah. you're the only one. You're one, number one, one of zero. Like that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude, that's fucking crazy. And then, uh, cause, and then, okay. So, how many times do you think you're gonna fight this year? What's the plan for you? Cause you're, are well, an in, like, interesting case. Also, sorry to, inter- uh, to, to fucking ahead. shout like that, but no. <laughs> you're one of the only people who fights everywhere. You don't want to sort of lock down on a long-term no, contract well, I, anywhere. I'm so. only
1: gonna. I would only lock be locked down on a UFC contract. Like even now, what's cool about Ryzen is Ryzen lets you still fight other places. Bellator, I wouldn't be locked down for Bellator. You wouldn't I, take Bellator? Nah, I've I've, I've gotten like a, a offer through a third party for Bellator and the money wasn't that good to where I feel like I'm a, I could, pro, I could fight for one championship or Bellator and maybe fight three times a year and make the same amount of money fighting 10 times a year for other shows or freelancing and stuff, but I can still make that money fighting 10 times. And I have my freedom. I'm not locked down. I'm not under contract. I'm not like one FC. You have to, they, they control basically your social media, how you express yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to have some fucking promotion control how I express myself. You know what I mean? Like, like nah like that's not that's not yeah. cool you know like um well at least in one championships case bellator too it's like okay so i'm gonna be the foreigner i'm still in asia based in asia and i gotta travel to america or yeah i know that's the fuck twice thing, or three right? times a year and i'm gonna make the same amount of money if i fight I, I like having freedom i love having like like i'll make less money and be free i like I, that's I, the I trick with that that.
0: being the fighter that travels so much though right is it like it makes it hard to build momentum when you're Going across so many different promotions, in some sense, it's liberating, right? Because you have the freedom to just do what you want, go travel the world. You're like you don't yeah. want to get locked down, but then on the other hand, it's hard to go up a ladder when you're bouncing around so much. Yeah. Fighting this style, this style, this style, this style, this style, this style. This style. But, but, dude, I, I think the best way to leverage that shit is into a fucking academy because you have such a unique – nobody can make up for the experience of <laughs> – Lanky
1: Madness, BJJ, and Muay Thai. Or something. Dude, you got to come up with a name and <laughs> you got to fucking <laughs> –
0: I don't know. You got to figure out a fucking <laughs>
1: – Dude, you fought everything. Yeah. It's the
0: craziest shit of all time. And you've you've traveled everywhere. I mean, you've been – how many countries have you, fought, have you fought in, if you had to guess?
1: I think 20-plus now.
0: 20-plus. Card- yeah. That's you fought in alone. Because,
1: yeah, like, this year I'm probably only going to fight maybe four or five times. But I fight – so March 28th I fight in uh, I fight in Bangkok. And then May 16th I'm going to fight in Italy again. And I love oh, I love Italy.
0: What are those rule sets? Is it uh, MMA? And both are MMA fights.
1: Oh. Um, and then I'll probably fight Western – oh, no, I do have a Western boxing fight. Uh, I'll go in the Philippines later this year. And then I might fight in my own show as well, Thailand Fighting Championship. So yeah. I might box in my own event. Uh, just because I'm trying to build my box rack, and I get, I enjoy boxing. I feel like boxing is like a fun game. So, yeah, so I like. I just it is. Kinda it, it is a game, fun. kind of. Yeah, right? it's just like a, it's like tag, you know. Tag. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah, <laughs> unless Except you get I'm, fucked up, Your are mom's always tag. What's your, uh,
0: <laughs> in your opinion, what's the
1: most difficult to fight? Uh, definitely, MMA is definitely the most difficult right. by far. But it's also my favorite because it's the most freestyle. It's the closest thing you're going to get to like a street fight. A real so to speak. fight. Like it's the, it's yeah, it's a real fight. You got the less even in lethway there's a lot of referee interference anytime you clinch fuck they always break up your clinch that you can't go to the ground but course. they allow
0: throws which is weird yeah they
1: allow throws like all sweeps trips like because in muay thai there's a lot of fouls for certain trips but you can do any throw you want in Lethway. so that's kind of cool but but even in the clinch they'll break it up really fast it, like I, I felt like the, the when i fought that burmese guy in Lethway, there's a burmese referee and uh they let us clinch the first maybe two or three times a little bit, but I started landing headbutts, and I felt like I was in, more dominant in the, the clinch. clinch you were landing yeah, head I was butts. landing headbutts, and like I do, I have like a little thing where I can put the head over, and I was, I was, I was definitely getting the better of the clinch. What's the and technique? Then, Sorry, if you don't mind, what's the technique that so you like, used to headbutt? Like butt? normal you're tie, tie plumb plum. is here. You have so, it, or you're in it. So well, where I'm, where I have. The you tie have plum. the tie plumb, but yep. I'll, instead I'll have my hand in front, and I'll really control, and I'll post out and I'll try to turn the side. Of the, I try is to, that to block too, the
0: reason that you have that? Yeah, arm yeah. I, try,
1: I always have one arm in front because I don't want to get headbutt either. And then, so what uh, Will's
0: saying, because this is for the audio too, so you almost have your palm out under your chin. Is that a defensive position? Because if you're clinching people, So,
1: so I'm clinching here, and also I can kind of control, and I don't want them to take my back this way with, with the one Because they can suplex, just, so the yeah. path to the back so is I'm a real concern. So I'm trying to real block it with my elbow a little bit, and then I turn their head sideways. I usually try to do it fast, though, so, because I want to headbutt the soft part of their head their face in a break so like an orbital yes yeah, like over here because it's much softer and it doesn't it's i'm not going to hurt myself yeah and it's a little bit easier and then i can kind of just go crazy right um so that's what i was doing i was doing that in the clinch and i was head button the side of his head and then
0: talk right into that mike dude i'm afraid we're oh, not sorry. we're not picking you yeah up. so okay. i
1: was so i was head button the side of his head and then as soon as they saw i was like more or the burmese referee saw i was more effective in the clinch anytime we started clinching later in the fight he broke it up really fast
0: because they're favoring the local guy
1: 100% 100% and I was and and so biased actually. And that's why you're yeah, starting to I would see say so. No, you, sure. that's why you're starting to see more but they're allowed to clinch, right? That's what's why they break Yeah, it up they so love yeah, they why were they breaking up like instantly? As soon as we clinched, they started breaking it up. Yeah, and you can see legal. the fight, it's on YouTube. Uh if people ever want to see if you type in Will Chope way, you'll be able to watch it. Uh but yeah, fucking <laughs> I was like, that's this ain't cool. I was like, you they'll see second, third, fourth, later rounds broke up the clinch right away. Dude, you
0: know what's weird is like, you know, you, you've been in Asia for how many years?
1: Uh, well if you count guam well i, I moved to guam in 2009 uh, but i moved to asia 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 2010
0: so you've been here for 11 years and you're you know it's weird cuz you you you're fighting all way all the way around in all these countries and in some sense you're going to be considered the foreign fighter always, always always yeah but you fucking live here you fought you've trained in this area this region for so long everybody fucking knows you dude like everybody like every mma gym every person that i like talk to that knows anything like knows who you are yeah. and you're always yeah you're always the, you're the Falong or the fuck <laughs> mo or I'm whatever i'm gonna shit the on polino for a second oh shit on <laughs> Matt, polino dude <laughs> no i like uh, polino a, i love shit on Polino. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to see him later uh but um, yes tag but, him i'm gonna tag him in this video if you shitting on him <laughs> yo so when polino because me and polino fought each other back in 2015 oh you did yeah we, oh interesting had, this was actually it was the first time i ever fought openweight was against polino oh so this shit. is my second openweight fight nick uh and the 28th next month but uh when me and polino fought each other um originally i we, we had real bad blood because when he first came to asia i felt like he was shitting on asian mma back in the day he was always talking shit about asian mma
0: i is a shit talker by Yo, the way he Just, is he is but bro nah, this nah, guy this like, guy we goes now, hard so
1: I'm, I, I tolerate it i'm okay <laughs> with it but before Palino's we know like fight.
0: episode four of the podcast or something if you <laughs> want to go back and listen to matt polino fucking <laughs> talk about mma and ramble on and talk shit <laughs>
1: But like when he first came to Asia, because he, me and him were both coaching in Malaysia at the time, and he was always shitting on about like on Asian <laughs> MMA, you guys aren't good grapplers, um, aren't good wrestlers, this, 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 and that. And I was like, yo, you, my whole career has been in Southeast Asia. Like I feel like even though I'm American, I love Asian MMA. Like you like, identify with this, I, right? I identify, yeah. Asian MMA is like this is my home. I'm Asia will the kill on fucking on my social media. Who's had more fights shit. in Asia
0: than you? Yeah. Ready, go, and no one. Unless yeah. you're in Thailand, like MMA. Pfft. Right. Yeah,
1: like MMA You've done your almost, whole career here. Almost dude. my entire career. Yeah, exactly. And uh
0: you fought for more seriously, this is probably a fair statement. You have fought in front of more people uh, across multiple countries than any fucking fighter MMA fighter. They're, who's got <laughs> your number of MMA fights in Asia? No, no, No one. Nobody, nobody, nobody. You're number one, dude. You yeah. fight more people in front of more people than anybody, <laughs> in more places than anybody. You yeah. deserve to be the hometown so, guy.
1: So when Polina was here talking shit about, like, Asian MMA, I was like, I was like, oh, no, I'm calling this guy out. Fuck this guy. <laughs> like, we're, like, yo, Asian MMA, this is my home. This is like, you know, and I, I felt like I had to defend, like, the sanctity of Asian MMA, you know, like, show them like, what's up. Like, I'm a product of Asian MMA. I'm not a product of American wrestling. I'm not an American wrestler. I'm not a I never really trained, in. I trained a little bit when I was in high school, but I moved over to Asia when I was 19, and I was in Guam when I was 18, and even Guam is more like Asia than America, Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I consider myself like... A and your style,
0: of your style is Asian, like yeah, you like, got I mean, most I of your training to, here.
1: I I really adapted the Thai, Thai clinch style. For, yeah. for MMA. Um, yeah, you so, told me earlier you're a clinch yeah, fighter, that's how you yeah, described yeah. yourself. Yeah, definitely, definitely, Like so... Yeah. So anytime I feel like, even though like, I'm always the foreigner fighting guys in these other countries, anytime I do hear these foreigners or people shit on Asian MMA and stuff, I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm still Asian. Like- so how to go with Polino? I triangled him in the second round. Oh what? shit. No, no. Yo, kudos to you Black Polino because I, I talked I talked mad shit about him because he won the first round. He won the first round. He won the first round. he,
0: he wrestled fuck you for the first round? Yeah,
1: because we were fighting under soccer kick rules too. Oh, you can. I really kick. wanted to soccer kick him. <laughs> 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 so you know, Paul. In all the years kick. nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I really wanted to soccer kick him and fuck you and I and I got so much I was I was emotional that fight. I really wanted to like hurt him. Fuck this dude up. Fuck he just took me down and fucking just kind of grinding me out that first round. Second round, he took me down again, and I was like, fuck this guy, I gotta get him off me. And then the triangle opened up, and then that, yeah.
0: What'd you do, how'd you, do the tri- how'd you set up the triangle? I think he was he gonna pin throw a punch, I, just, I don't even remember. Block, pin remember. the wrist or something? No, I
1: think he threw a punch and I just threw up my leg. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah, I just had a little <laughs> bit of space.
0: And talk some shit to go for it, dude. Talk some shit to Polino. <laughs> he he loves it. He loves nah, it, dude. Nah. we're cool now. <laughs> we're cool now. But yo,
1: I do not like when people shit on Asian MMA back in like. Yeah, and I understand he, too. That was just personality. Like the more I get to know Polino, the more I like him. Yeah,
0: he's a cool but, guy, uh, man. He's a fucking MMA fanboy. But like, but yeah, for, dude, he knows everything. Like
1: for me at the time, I've seen some other guy on social media I don't really know well. Uh, another guy I really don't like because he talks some loud, mad shit. A guy from the UK named Shamrock you know uh
0: oh, Shemrock. Shemrock, oh or
1: yeah. shem uh, Shaquem rock shem rock you know, uh shakim rock not, yeah but his nickname Shemrock or whatever but uh he's been fighting him and asian ma now for he's like yeah there's now. a lot of
0: rumors about this guy yeah but he talks a lot of <laughs> mad shit too yeah, and i was yeah, like does. yo
1: you're from the uk like in Dude, Asia. he talks
0: he talks shit to me in a competition one time
1: and i'm just like nah <laughs> like i'm not cool with that you ain't gonna come over to my home and talk <laughs> <Dude>. shit, <laughs> yeah, and shit, shit yeah that guy
0: talk shit i was coaching one of my students
1: I, <laughs> i'm not trying to
0: like shit on this guy also but also, fuck that guy. No, no, no just kidding. <laughs> yeah, nah. But I was, coach- I was uh, doing a competition, and uh, Ali, one of my students from Malaysia, he was a blue belt at the time. He's just this little dude. He's fucking good at jiu-jitsu, though. But he's this little kind of scrawny guy. He's, uh, you know, like just workman-class jujitsu, you know. And I'm coaching him from the side, and he's competing against Shamrock. And I just, I just know because his name is unique, so it pops in my head. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. the only reason I even know him, right? And then uh, in the competition, I'm coaching and I say, like, you know, whatever the fuck I said, like, hip escape, you know, whatever dumb generic yeah. coach thing that you get at you <laughs> i like, hip escape, hook escape. And he looks up at me because I've been yelling the coach. And he looks up at me and he goes, <laughs> no, not like this. And then he ended up, like, tapping all day, like, a minute later or something. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Man,
1: like, I, and I understand that's like that Western personality, that Western bravado. And, like, and that's in some ways, like, okay, I'm still loud. I'm still, like, a loud American in, 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 in a lot of regards. But... I've been in Asia my entire adult life. So there's some things I just find, you know, there's some things that are Western people do that I think is like, yo, that's disrespectful. Is he like, pro yet? Yeah, Shamrock's pro, he's oh. four and zero or five and zero pro. Well, we can squash fighting, this, like we can squash never, this. You know what he said? He Shamrock, like, like, come on bro. He was like, uh, drop down a featherweight and I'll fight you. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. You talking mad shit about me, talking <laughs> shit about people. Cause he has talked shit about me. But then, and uh, about me not fighting one of his guys, like one of his teammates, it was so, st- ah.
0: Get some, dude. Come on, man. World I will I would Will ready to share this grudge I would I yeah, do
1: open weight. Let's go. But Blow it up. Blow weight. it up, everybody. I'm big right now. <laughs>
0: share that shit. Share this. I'll, I'll release this as a clip. Share it. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. start a fucking get you making Logan Paul money. You know nah, what I'm saying? I, <laughs> <laughs> but it
1: sucks. I don't even like name dropping people because it makes them more famous. Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. You're just
0: talking real. But like, I'm just,
1: yeah, no, real talk like about people just foreigners coming over to Asia to talk shit. And just talking shit on the scene and being ass, just being assholes. Like, not even being, like, you can talk shit in a, res- like, I guess you can't talk shit in a respectful way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But you I mean, can like, and
0: you can't, but yeah. one's way more interesting to view. That's the, that's yeah. the trap, right? Yeah. You want to watch people just get it. Who? Have you ever had a big feud? What was the biggest? Polino. Polino. Was it fucking Polino? Yeah. So me and Polino. <laughs>
1: so I funny, remember there was like one thread yeah. that had like three. You heard that
0: Polino? You were Will Chope's fiercest <laughs> fucking rival. He was ready to Fierces, fuck that you up, dude. That was up,
1: the dude. biggest feud. I think we had like some thread on Facebook at one time I had like <laughs> 300 and something comments, like 40 shares. It was oh, just really you guys dick, talking shit. Just talking mad shit to each other. <laughs> oh, yes. I was just like.
0: And you guys have both been on <laughs> this podcast that's hilarious
1: yeah no i know i saw the episode with him here oh did you i, mean, yeah, I watched it i watched it I Oh, was like, well, if yeah. i would have known that i would have got him talking
0: some shit too part two motherfuckers polino's been training in the gi a little bit you know i don't know what no, he's we're doing. cool now
1: we fought already so it's all right yeah it's over it's squash <laughs> Now he's a cool
0: guy man dude he knows his shit because i know my shit i will I, I obsess over this dude all i do is watch him and they watch old fights and all that kind of stuff Now i was sitting here talking to him on the podcast and you know we met in malaysia because he'd be he, i was the head coach at clinch oh yeah, yeah exactly. and then he came when i signed to be with them like polina was the other coach uh-huh. and then a, you know a couple weeks after he decided to move and come to singapore or whatever but for like two weeks or three weeks we were the mm-hmm. same the coaches of the same team and shit, that's how i met him and then i ran into him at what, sfc the whatever number it was and i, yeah, was, I was commentary a, for him now? yeah and i was yeah. the judge and referee for that one. So I ran into him. I was like, dude, come come do my podcast for yeah. sure. I didn't know he fought you, dude. I would have tried to egg that shit on. But he knew everything. I yeah, if dude, I like reference any freak. fight. If super I reference anything, he knew exactly like, what I'm talking about. It's like, crazy, like my stepdad, he knows his shit.
1: About like college football or American football or NBA. He knows stats and points and like how many like he knows all time like he's one of those kind of fans. For MMA, yeah, yeah it's, he knows it's, every
0: it's every, yeah. every fucking obscure random fact. Yeah. That I was like, he just went on and on. And, and I'll on. even
1: give like credit because like are even saying like, oh, I should open up academy or whatever. But I don't know if I'm a good coach. I think I run okay classes. I think I give guys good good work when I run classes. But I don't know how good of a coach I. We
0: well, definitely have invaluable experience. But There's no, no question. I've of never that.
1: like built somebody and stuff like that. And Matt Matt doesn't have a lot of profile. He has two profiles as well, mm. I think. And uh, but he's a great coach. He he does. And a lot of my—he's a good coach for sure. I, I've, I've had a lot of former students that, I, in the same, I used to coach in Malaysia as well, and even uh, he's coaching at a gym I used to coach at Juggernaut now. No. And uh, so a lot of my former students are are his, his are, are his students now. And they love him and respect him. So, like, if my former students love him and respect him, then. He's hilarious, uh, dude. Because you know, he's how? so
0: boisterous. He's so fucking loud. <laughs> but <American>, he's <laughs> so He gives no fucks. <laughs> you know? He's a bit like you. That's why I appreciate this podcast, man. It's just like everyone talking shit. No one gives a fuck. Like, every person on this podcast has insulted every other person on this fucking podcast. So, <laughs> but, you know, it's all in good fun. It's good stuff, man. And uh, so, your, your open weight fight is when?
1: March 28th.
0: March 28th. And that's for who?
1: Full Metal Dojo. Is okay.
0: that your only one you got booked at the moment? That's,
1: and May 16th, I fight in Italy for a show called Fight Clubbing and Venator. They're doing a co-promotion.
0: Those are in, both in, MMA. Italy. Both MMA. Same yeah. rule set. Yeah.
1: Uh, no. No. Well, uh, Full Metal Dojo is like Pride rules. Soccer. No. No stomps, but soccer kicks, ground and knees, twelve to six elbows. Okay. But uh, the one in Italy is Unified rules. Okay. Uh, but, Yeah. Then, then like, do you, and you have your
0: oppo- you have your opponent for that one as well?
1: Uh, not yet. They haven't given. But I, I know mean. for sure I'm on the card because we already signed contract. Oh, nice. Agreed. But we just said, don't know. I just don't have the Bauer agreement yet But I fought for them Before last year So I know it's It's 100% yeah.
0: They, they cover everything Going yeah, down there yeah. All that kind of uh, stuff Wait, it, Where's it as in it Rome?
1: Uh, Pescara, Italy It's Pescara. on the east coast of Italy You've, I fly to Rome And then I take a two hour bus To Pescara Oh straight interesting from the airport, Which is kind of cool but I, but I loved it I actually Last time I was there I was in Italy For eight, eight, eight days I spent, like, four days in Pescara, four days in Rome. I liked Pescara better than I liked Rome.
0: Dude, it's like that. When you go away from the main cities, Yeah. it's like, dude, if you go to France and you go to Paris, you're a fucking asshole. Those people suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Parisians are awful, man. I'm sorry if you're a Parisian out there, but they are some of the worst. But if you go to the countryside, they're fucking amazing. Yeah. But it's like, you know, if you go to New York, in your opinion, you, know, you think all Americans are fucking New Yorkers from the Bronx or some shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to have it's a... Loud, just,
1: oh, you look at me the wrong way. Dude, like, they're <laughs> so aggressive, so
0: overbearing, so loud but uh as you start to travel more and more it becomes easier you know yeah, the more i mean you're a fucking pro traveler you know at this point
1: it's like um, so i've been to i've been to london i've been to germany
0: how many countries have you fought in i just asked you i don't know if like it was on the 20 podcast plus, or not
1: 20 uh, almost plus everywhere countries. in asia almost except for like mongolia um, you
0: fought in the u.s was that the yeah, max Holloway fight
1: uh no no i fought where'd you fight max him at? in ufc singapore one that was in the singapore first, yeah the first time oh the shit i didn't know it was in singapore yeah, that was a ufc fight night
0: so I mean, if they come back to Singapore, I mean, you're you're in the area anyway. Is that something? I would love to.
1: I would love to. Mm-hmm. Like, but I need a. The thing is, I gotta to get back in the UFC. I need to be on a three, four, five win streak. Yeah. I need to show my word. I Need to build, build, beat like some fucking contender or prospect. Hey, many,
0: you had so many fights, like. I know, but I gotta.
1: It's like, like I gotta get on. Uh, I, I know. I know the game, though. I gotta get on a win streak, and I gotta beat a prospect, and it's like. Anytime I've been on a three, four, five win streak, I'm like, ooh, if I win this next fight, that's what I was telling you earlier. I was like, if I win this next fight, maybe some big shit's going to What's gonna the
0: happen. longest streak of your career, though? You,
1: you've I'm, also had a, a long laugh. one. When I got signed to the UFC, I was on a 14-fight win streak. 14 fights. Yeah. I think Shit, that's my, my longest. I've had eight fight win streaks. and like, f- I've been on the little streaks here and there, and, but then the ones that fucking really count, I'm like, if I win this next one, I'll probably go back to the UFC. And then.
0: Yeah, dude, and to get your one UFC yeah. fight against Max Holloway, yeah, that no one even knew who at that was time, yeah, at the yeah. time yeah yeah well, was he was, had two cool fights was, or something what was
1: cool is uh i fought max holloway right after he lost a decision to conor mcgregor
0: oh that was right after that right fight after.
1: so conor mcgregor because he tore his acl when he fought max yeah holloway, yeah and then uh but he, and what was funny is max holloway is the only one who's lost a decision to to mcgregor at featherweight yeah because everybody at featherweight McGregor's finished, knocked out finish finishes all of them. Yeah, but uh, Holloway's the only one he's that uh, he be beat by decision, which was kind of, which is kind of cool, I guess. Because yeah. he's so tough, I mean, yeah. he's
0: so durable. Matt's yeah, all yeah stuff fun. for real. Did bro. that Dustin Poirier fight? How he <laughs> survived that shit?
1: Yeah, Dustin that Poirier was hitting them with Bro, bombs. he was hitting them with bombs, yeah. and he did not
0: give a fuck. And Dustin at all.
1: Poirier looked a whole weight class bigger too.
0: Yeah, he's a big yeah. boy. You said he was just a couple inches shorter than you, right?
1: Yeah, six one, six two, and I'm six four.
0: What were like, your thoughts about that fight? Like, what did you feel? Going first round, actually, interesting, right? Because I, I
1: was actually winning the first round up until like the last 30 seconds he ended up clipping me and then that changed everything and then the second round i came out and i was real desperate i was like oh i gotta take him down i gotta clinch and i was really trying to close the distance and trying to clinch with him and try to take him down and then i fucking uh yeah he just started picking me apart and he just moved so well he has such good lateral movement yeah and yeah i just i went from like I was on a 14-fight win streak, but like a lot of those guys, I'll even say it, were like bums, kind of. They're guys I, I should have beat, you know? Mm. There's maybe two two guys out of those 14 wins were like legit guys. But Max Holloway's entire pro career, he had way less fights than me, but his entire pro career was against like A-class fighters.
0: Yeah, he was like 4-0 when he got in the UFC or something. Yeah, like, but so- he, he
1: only fought A-class fighters. Even when he was like 1-0, he was mm. pro debut, you know? And, and I only fought maybe a, a, like two or three A-class fighters. And so that was. So a big skill I had, jump I had there. more experience, but he had more experience at the higher levels. Yeah. And that, and that, I think made a difference. Per se- yeah.
0: What did you start to? What did you think like as he started to rise through the ranks and do all that? Like, oh, oh, I, like, like, I mean, I are like, you happy to have oh, the battle with that guy to yeah, just go yeah, I was to like, have oh, that share every that experience?
1: Win, every win, he does, he always I feel like he's brazen my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real. I was like, yo, when Dude, he became you become champ, you got like, to share like,
0: the ring with one yeah, of the greatest ever. fucking awesome. Champ.
1: So I was like, that's. And fuck, and, and I will be lying if I said that didn't help me. Like later on, that helped me get fights. The, oh, you fought Max Holloway? I got fights.
0: He even, he even mess him, he
1: messaged you on the, or me, uh, talked about you on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, but, I saw that. Yeah, I, I didn't even take that. He as gave compliment. you a shout out. He was like, he was like, oh, my toughest fight to prepare for was Will Chope because he was so tall. I'm like, he's like, oh, how do you get a training part of that 6'4 at featherweight? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Your fucking body so type like, is insane, dude. But, like, it wasn't like, oh, Will Chope was super talented mm. and super, like, specialist. It was like, oh, but he was really tall. So well, like, you're that, you're that too. Cause I know. P- I was that guy. I was like, I'm just the tall guy. Dude, like, your God, fucking body, though, like, is
0: ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe how fucking huge you are and that you ever made 145 without killing uh, yourself. I can't. I, I
1: don't I think if I tried now, I would kill myself. It's just there's no way it would happen now. No,
0: this is impossible.
1: Man, okay, you're six so, um, dude. I you think could be a fucking. Part of that was just me being so fucking broke. I was li- man. A lot you of people know Just wanted don't know all this. the advantages. Back in the day, when I was, this is 2011. I was at Puga Top Team. I lived, I lived at Puga Top Team for almost a year. I lived right next to Puga Top Team, and I lived in a bamboo hut with all the other Thai trainers all the, the Thai trainers had bamboo. I lived in that thing for almost a year. No air conditioning. I was broke as fuck. I could only afford like two Thai meals a day. I was fighting 2011. I fought 22 times that year. And most of those were Muay Thai fights. And I think I had like four MMA fights and it was like literally, but all the rest was Muay Thai. And I was just fighting like every fucking couple of weeks just cause I had no money. With, with
0: like no experience also. Cause yeah. you just started.
1: Yeah, I just started. I was like a year, like a little over a year in and, uh, and like, it was, yeah, I was, I was actually like 72 kilos, not because I chose to be, I think it was just, when I look back you on like, it, I couldn't, yeah, I was only eating like two little small Thai meals a day and I was training Muay Thai, you know, twice, twice a day. So it was like, yeah, of course I was going to be that fucking skinny, you know? So I was just a broke, dumb, a dumb, broke kid. I was like, oh, I'd rather do this than uh, live in America, work at a fast food restaurant. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, you made the right decision. I <laughs> yeah, felt no, no, way. definitely. Like, like at the time too, I always talk about like, cause I'm married, but uh, like 2011 was the last year I was like single <laughs> and I, I was like that was probably like one of the craziest years I fought 22 times actually won most of them 22 definitely. times yeah fucking that's that like my first my record for the that's business That's every year. 2 weeks yeah that's fucking literally. crazy dude Yeah.
0: you fought every 2 weeks for and, the whole year yeah <laughs> oh my god and uh, it was funny is like what on, the fuck dude
1: back in the day on cuz uh, if people know about Phuket they have tiger Muay Thai and you had at the, at the time there was dragon Muay Thai and Phuket top team and on this one little three kilometer road there was only these three gyms puka top team just opened up so they were like the new kids on the block i was sponsored by them and before there was only like like two restaurants on that road and uh this restaurant tony's they probably were the reason i survived because i had like i used to eat there on credit and anytime i fought muay thai i'd fight muay thai then i'd come in and i'd pay my bill and then i'd have no money and i would like fucking sleep in my bamboo hut dude and i was my, like Puga top team i trained for free and i had the bamboo hut for free and i was just like li- literally living like that I'd, I'd get my fight money i'd go on visa runs if i needed to go for a visa run and i'd pay off my food bill and that's how i like fucking lived for almost a year and
0: yeah it was retarded and i <laughs> imagined it was several years before that changed much
1: well 2012 is like when i actually t- i met my wife and uh, we ended up having a kid. And that's when I started, so I started, doing, started doing better and yeah, like well, having I, a little bit of I was money. Like, oh, and I can't live like this. Yeah, I was like, I gotta, can't put her through this. Yeah. I was like, I can put myself through this. That's okay. But I can't put her and my kid through this. So I started coaching in Malaysia. I started coaching when I was in 2012 mm. originally. And that's how, yeah, it's kind of been like my journey. Just taking little, little small jobs. I started getting better fights. I started winning more. Started getting better-paying fights.
0: And, it's fucking crazy. Do you think back to what that was like to be... I mean, I think back to what I was like, you know, when I'm 19, <laughs> 20, and, like, just trying to figure out, broke, can't afford shit. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I can't afford shit now because <laughs> I started two businesses this year. You know, it's fucking weird, right? Because I was, I was in Malaysia for, uh, for the year working at yeah. Clinch, and then, you know, I had to do those visa runs and shit, and then eventually they didn't let me in. Yeah. And that was the only reason I ever came to Singapore. And then we, and then, so, you know, I'm making decent money there. I was one of the highest paid coaches in Malaysia for sure. Yeah. And making decent money. Then I got to come back here. I got no job, no business. I had to move back in with my fucking wife's parents. And I'm American, (laughs) dude. I haven't lived with my parents since I was 18. Fuck. Same, same. So at 30, I I had to move back in with my wife's parents. And I just felt like, so shit, no valier. money. <laughs> it was like a reset. It was yeah. like a complete life reset. Yeah. And then and you just think, and then I had another one, you know, when you move out for the first time and you think back to what you were like at that age and how shit everything was. And it's like, isn't it kind of amazing that you actually managed to get to where even you are in yeah, the first place? I,
1: fucking sur- I don't know how I survived because <laughs> I don't know if I could do it again. Like, I don't know if I could live without Ericon again. Right. <laughs> I know. And then you think about yourself training those Thai fucking huts and- No, like I was like, that was like, it was, but when I look back, when I look back, like it was the best year of my life. Actually, it was so exciting. I was always busy. It was, I was having so much fun and I actually didn't feel like I was struggling. But when I look back, I was like, fuck, that was retarded. <laughs> but there's something to be
0: said, right? For the amount of sacrifice that you have to do at that point so like in some ways it's shit but in other ways you're like you knew you're like you're sacrificing yeah, but, for that shit but right I was like, like but i had
1: the best time of my life it was so fun i already had like so i i've I been married I, mar- I married when i was 18 I, like my girlfriend got pregnant when i was my senior high school right after i graduated she got pregnant we had one kid and uh i was in the military i ended up getting out of the military when i was 19 i moved over to thailand and obviously we don't have a good relationship me and my we divorced so we're fucking you know we broke up and uh she's back in florida and i'm like well I'm not gonna work in fucking America and be like a fast food or work some shitty job. I was like, I gotta make fighting work. I was like, this is the only thing I can. I was like, if this doesn't work, like I ain't got nothing else. You know. No like,
0: plan B. Yeah, like right. or
1: my plan B, I told you is like earlier. I said I was joining the French Foreign Legion. You know, I was no. like, I was like, if this doesn't like, I gotta. Make yeah, you this told work, me you know?
0: basically just decided, okay. I have very little training. I'm just going to go be a fighter. Yeah. And then you like, fucking did it, and you had <laughs> hundreds of fights. Dude, it's insane. It's insane. But,
1: like, but And part of that, too, that mentality, dumb mentality, because I didn't know about fighting. I didn't know what it took to do a full fight camp. I was like, oh, I trained for a little bit. I feel in good shape. I'll just fight. You know, and, and that's what I did. And I saw the Thai guys were fighting. Like, Thais fight every month or every couple of weeks fuck. as well. Yeah, yeah they don't care. And like I was like, oh, well, the Thais can do it, so I can do it. I don't think the Thais are like Mr. Miyagi's. They're not no. special. They're not special human beings.
0: They just are raised to they're, very they're raised casually that toward that type yeah, of activity, Yeah, so I was like, right? oh,
1: I'll just have that same mentality. And it really wasn't a big deal. And when I look back, it, like I said, I was having a great time. I didn't feel like I was struggling. I felt like... A, Oh, it's just step by step. I'm working. I'm getting better slowly. And yeah, it just happened. What
0: about injuries and stuff like that? Because you're so active. I just, and you know, it's hard to get to, get to a fight without getting at least some kind of injury, let alone with the amount of volume that you could do with your fights. I think,
1: yeah, just training retardedly is what gets people injured. And I've always been like, oh, I got a fight coming up. I can't train retarded. I can't spar retarded. You know, I, I dude, I'm
0: not gonna lie. I saw you sparring on Instagram one time, and I fucking cringed. <laughs> oh, that I saw, was, uh, I saw you. Up.
1: That was with that Brazilian Fabiano. dude. I saw you and this Fabiano, dude Fabiano, you bastard! Dude, <laughs> I saw overhand. you and this
0: guy throwing heat, and yeah. you were like, "Oh, I'm fighting in two weeks," and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah. Like, dude, you guys were throwing <laughs> so hard, and I was like, <laughs> "You guys are in a fight!" Yeah. Like, we'll choke. You
1: got a hundred fights. Save yeah, but, it for the save it for yo, when you get paid, that's bro. Because Fabiano, Fabiano, you know you're listening to this, you bastard. <laughs> 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 fucking. uh. Yo, so we're in Malaysia, and uh, and Moif Fit nowadays, like, uh, there's not a lot of high-level guys. Back in the day, mm. Moif Fit used to be one of the top I, gyms I in Asia. I know yeah. But nowadays, it's, like, more – it's literally Moif, Muay Thai fitness gym. You know, it's a fitness gym. It's a good gym. It's fun. It's great people, great atmosphere. But there's not a lot of pro fighters there. And at the time, it was, like, me and Fabiano were just getting ready for fights, and we <laughs> we got, like, the worst clip we posted on YouTube. But it was hilarious because we'd only go hard against each other because there's nobody else we'd go hard against. We had to go so easy with our students and with – other people so we're like all right we're gonna so you did him. that
0: because the, yeah, you, that was the only person you could do that yeah, with do right that
1: with. and also he's brazilian there's bravado oh they're down to fight yeah <laughs> and he's like not a brazilian jiu-jitsu guy he's a brazilian muay thai, fighter, muay thai you know? guy yeah they're yeah, different so he's yeah, we both got bravado, and so like we're like, yeah, but you know what? Right after the death, like, all right, let's go fucking. Uh, yeah, we're so gay. We're like, oh, you want to go watch a movie tonight, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're roommates. Only we're roommates. if it's a romantic comedy. <laughs> 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 yeah, we we say we because we're both coached them way fit, and we Fit. Uh, we we shared a, we shared a house, so it was like a yeah we'd, we'd go like we always eat together and fucking hang out anyway so Dude, was, that's hey, the that's camaraderie man that's yeah. the best part it's the best <laughs> part
0: the best part about martial arts what makes it the best profession to do is that the community is fucking awesome yeah. because they're not they're they are willing to seek discomfort in Yo, their spare time it's for the though. sake of a craft i meet the worst right.
1: people i've met some of the worst people in the world doing martial arts promoters or managers or even other fighters i met pieces of shit or want to be fighter, but I met some of the best fucking people. But the, the people
0: the that world. train, like, on the mats, in the academies. All the, time, yeah, the yeah. Most of those people, dude, no, if I, if I travel anywhere, if I go to any country, no, f- I, first place I rock up is a jiu-jitsu gym because yeah. instantly I got homies there, like, straight away, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're cool, they'll take me out, they'll show me the shit. Yeah. You know, especially, like, you're a pro fighter, like, I'm a black belt. If I show up at a nobody gym where the coach is, like, a purple belt or a mm. blue belt, that's you know just teaching some classes a couple days a week they're fucking stoked yeah they're, they, dude they're down they're tight right away they'll show you all kinds of cool yeah. shit they'll be super friendly to you it's the, the coolest community ever but i came from a fucking acting community before this dude so <laughs> those guys are fucking crazy <laughs> so to me martial arts people that i'm down with uh, them. You, know, you guys are pretty normal compared to yeah, those other guys <laughs> these are my peeps dude they're always especially in singapore too we were saying earlier talking about it that the community here is really cool like martial arts community in singapore is generally tight everybody's working professionals yeah or parents or just yeah, what are people they, doing their thing yeah, Everybody's like,
1: just normal they just do it as a hobby and like totally I, I appreciate that yeah but like a lot of people do it like in other countries they do it for just pure ego or i oh, gotta show them a tough guy they have like little man syndrome in some regard some aspect of their life and they gotta be feel show that i met people like that as well oh There's, yeah you'll yeah, get those yeah.
0: dude dude if we spar tomorrow don't don't smart with being like that dude <laughs> no, no, don't no, fuck no. me up I'm, like I'm that sure. man that's
1: just because fucking we know each other and we're fucking <laughs> yeah. like nah, I mean me and Fabian like I just know his person if you hit him once kind of clean he's just gonna try to it knock escalates down. bro it escalates yeah, it escalates so fast <laughs> I'm not always like that, actually. it's just with that No, no, I, I believe you, it. but it's I like mean, anybody, right? Like,
0: dude, when you start sparring, well, I mean, I'm not going to be a fucking bitch. And, you know, just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll throw some good stuff <laughs> in there. But, you know, it's like weird. Like the first time you spar with somebody, it's it, it's like a handshake kind of. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> let's touch each other. It's like, it's Who's going to escalate this first? Yeah. Who's going to land the first body <laughs> shot where I'm like, fuck you, you know? It's <laughs> like that, huh? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it always escalates to a good... Like a good yeah. place as long as you're not with dick training nah, partners. But I'm sure you've Fabian. met some I'm guys. Fat a dick, though. Like Is a, he? that guy in the
1: video. Yeah, he's a dick, <laughs> but I love him. But he's—I understand him. <laughs> Is he still fighting? Yeah, yeah he has. He's fighting. Uh, yeah, he's fighting in London. Uh, I think tonight. Tonight, yeah. Or tonight. T- or nighttime, London time. So for what promotion? Like, Our four a.m. Uh, it's like a Muay Thai show. Muay Thai. Muay. I don't forget the fucking name. It oh, he's
0: actually. only a Muay Thai guy. Yeah,
1: he fights Muay Thai and K1 and stuff like that. He says a few MMA fights, but. He's not like he prefers striking, so yeah. Now nah, he's a good guy, though. He fought for my show too, Thailand Fighting Championship. Oh, they, our one video that went viral with like maybe you saw with a crazy referee jumping and doing a bunch of dumb. I have to.
0: I may showing. may have seen it. I've, I've seen a, a few of those.
1: There was like a,
0: Well, your referee went quite when crazy. When our
1: referee went like, but a referee went crazy and started doing a bunch of dumb shit, and that video went viral. And it was Fabiano's fight that went viral. It was fight of the night, and also the referee was just being like trying to be entertaining and doing crazy shit and a lot of the referee was, was? yeah the referee <laughs> was like jumping in like fucking doing he dumb, was like into it just doing dumb shit he yeah, was into yeah. it dude but he's entertaining. He's vibing yeah <laughs> so it's yeah, it funny
0: <laughs> so that's your when do you guys do your next show
1: april 11th so soon
0: oh uh, are you fighting on that one no no um, the next so one march 28th maybe.
1: i fight and then april 11th i'm just i'm just gonna promote it um we're, we only got seven fights on our next card but the next one will probably be october We'll have a little fight nights in between, but October is when our next like big one will be, and then I'll I'll probably fight that one.
0: Is it mostly Thai fighters that you're?
1: No, no. Um, our first two events were mostly Thai fighters, but because we're doing it in Phuket, we got mostly just the foreigners from the foreign-based gyms doing it. And
0: this is MMA. All yeah, MMA or do well, you mix no, their rules? we
1: mix MMA, pro boxing, and we do one Muay Thai fight every show. Because we have a uh, my wife. So actually, I was gonna tell you too. I was like, I love that you're doing this gym with your wife because I feel like. Like, my, I would not be able to do a Thailand fighting championship without my wife she helps you organize in, oh she does she's the she's the legal like she's the promoter she's the one who got our license with the sports authority we're the first MMA promotion in Thailand to get a license from the sports authority and be recognized so that's cool um, your wife's getting I, after it yeah I wouldn't be able to do without my wife and I, I was like oh it's cool to see somebody yeah. in the combat sports community doing shit with their wife because really there's not many of us there's, no there's none no. I mean
0: we're, we're, that's kind of our vibe here it's like, it's like a family gym sort yeah. of right because she teaches the kids I teach the adults yeah, Every all- fucking day. We also clean the mats and do the admin work and, yeah, you awesome. know, yeah. we do all- everything. And there's something to be said for that because, you know, first of all, it's nice. Yeah, everyone wonders about like working with your wife and they're like, Oh, is it like this? I'm like, no, I mean most of the time it's actually pretty decent. It's pretty chill. Don't uh, get me wrong. You I fight you'll get, for some sure. you'll get some problems. You get listen, <laughs> so, listen, but dude. But I feel
1: like that's like our marriage counseling. <laughs> Sorting out our shit. Well, I
0: mean, I have a fucking hashtag on Instagram called the wife beating chronicles and it's just <laughs> me like hitting Charmaine with liver shots during sparring and shit like that, holding pads.
1: I feel like I'm getting this out. <laughs> dude,
0: I crushed her the other no, uh this morning. We did both bu- <laughs> i shouldn't tell these stories because someone's gonna th- literally think that i'm beating my wife because i tag it like that but yeah. well you know i threw she threw something at me and i just slipped and thought i was gonna miss and i threw this rear uppercut right under the armpit that fucking lifted her feet off the <laughs> ground and i was like oh god oh god and her neck was fucked up from doing some kind of oh shit doing some kind of rolling with her this morning and then i started to think afterward and i'm like maybe, <laughs> maybe she should find a different career does your wife train
1: uh, she trains a little bit more Thai. She can't. She punches you hold like has four and stuff. Yeah, but she punches <laughs> like shit, but she kicks really good. That's okay. just Thai style. She's just fucking, she natural kick born kicker. Yeah. yeah, she can kick for, for like good for sure, but she fucking sucks at punching. She's like, I want to learn jujitsu. I was like, nah.
0: Yeah, teach her some jujitsu, <laughs> dude. Nah, fuck that. That's the move. Nah, Come on, nah. man. You got to find. <laughs> see, you don't love jujitsu enough. You gotta, nah, I don't love it enough. You got to you got <laughs> to get out? Man, But it's so technical. You can as you get. How many fights are you going to have over the next five years? You may have to switch that uh, style to wrestling, bro. I'm telling you, uh, that's yeah, the move. Clinch wrestling, that's that's clinch that's, that's legit. That's legit, <laughs> dude. If you hang on, uh, did you watch the Tyson Fury Wilder fight? Uh, I watched the highlight of it. I mean, the, I,
1: fuck, I was so sad because I'm so like, I was like Pro USA. Yeah, I was
0: okay. I was on Team Wilder too, dude. That was pretty uh, disappointing. So sad, yeah. But you gotta respect Tyson Fury. No, too, I know he
1: fucking made it happen. And, and yeah, you know, he just out, he outclassed him. And he
0: outclinched him too a lot. Like Yo, he, he he would throw a lot, throw blitz in, boxer. then he would hang on him and like smother him, and then pivot and like throw a combination uh, off of the smother and a lot of leaning on him. is kind of saying. I know hits me in the feels. <laughs> Fuck you, England, with your yeah. two champions yeah, now.
1: I know. <laughs> if, now that should fight needs to happen, but.
0: but Wilder will do the rematch clause, I think.
1: Oh, he'll try. yeah.
0: Yeah, he's got thirty yeah. days, so he'll probably do that, and then they'll fight again. And then what if Wilder wins that fight? Then Fury will have the rematch clause. Yeah. And then they'd have to do a fourth rubber match, whatever right. the fuck. Can we pause this? i got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, guys, we're going to pause here. <laughs> I'm going to get another beer, and then we'll finish up. Okay, thank you. Stronghold Podcast. That's okay, dude. No problem. <laughs> this is the Stronghold Podcast. We'll the, the most fucking insane fighter in all the world. And I just asked him for a story. No, because you actually told me a story earlier that was funny. Because Tiffany Teo just fought last night. Yeah. And you said the Major had you on
1: Oh, no, 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 uh, I know, he messaged me super last minute, and uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, I was going to come here, class. I was going to come train with you guys before, I was, before, uh, I don't work on Saturdays, or, like, I'm not, I'm only here to do my training camp for the fight, and then he asked me to cover his classes. I like, Major, hey, you, son you son of a bitch, bastard. Yeah, you drinking <laughs> <laughs> fucking 3 Yeah, yeah. they're celebrating <laughs> Tiffany's win. Celebrating one victory. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> 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 the audacity, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Major, I love Major, dude. Yo, he's, he's, he's one of the best. He's yeah. like, he's a wild man. You know, he's like, yo. Major is seriously one of my best friends. Like, I named my son after Major. him. Yeah, makes yeah. Sense. I, yeah, people are like, I'm like, yo, Major's my best friend. I named my son after him. Yeah, <laughs> he, did that. He's yeah. so legit. He's still a good guy.
0: <laughs> we sat here after our podcast. Uh, I was telling you earlier, we drank for like six more hours <laughs> or something. We have one student in common, Faison. You know Faison? Yeah, you know, Fizan, yeah, at Fizan, you know, Fizan, yeah. shot the because he goes and does yeah, he's such a beast now. He's a beast, dude. Yeah. He's a I, beast. I miss when he was a fat kid. <laughs>
1: dude, a fat kid I know he's Jack. Yeah. Oh he's always flexing. He's posing himself. He's <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. fucking uh, fat. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he trains with. That, but funnily finally five times we were on the old people. We commented on our clock because we drank a bunch of beer. He's not too much alcohol. <laughs> but shit. Uh, but dude, me and Major sat here for. He came in like two hours early. We got wrecked on the podcast. Like wrecked. we've had two. Me and Major had like ten. Yeah. By the end of it, he I told you he thought he said something racist, so we might have to go back and bring the podcast. And then we sat here and drank at least for another four or five hours after. <laughs> that, and just fucking stumbled home. And I'll tell you a funny ass The Did Major ever tell you the story about us hanging out in his gym? Ah. After the podcast. I got I got a major story for you. But I cannot tell on the podcast because it's so insane. <laughs> <laughs> So like, what? You give
1: me a story. <laughs> ah, Let's get Major in trouble. Fuck you, Major. No, I don't
0: know. You travel so much, you must have some fucking insane
1: stories. I, like, I've had a lot of. I don't know if it depends on what we want to hear. I've had a lot of crazy things happening me in China, like just being like fucked up shit. And give me some highlights. give so some highlights of your travel. Like I see you say
0: whether it's fighting. Specific, Yo, I, I will or say
1: one thing. Is, what's what's what is? Uh, man, this is just a statement. But uh, like I've been in Asia, my entire adult life. I love Asia. I thought I was always going to love it when I was, even as a kid, I used to be like a nerd out and read up and watch shit. And uh, what's funny is like my, my favorite country is probably Taiwan, like living in and being visiting and stuff. I've been to Japan a bunch of times, but after going to Italy, I was like, I realized I was like, yo, I think I'm just a normal white guy. I, <laughs> I, I, I love Italy. <laughs> Italy's my favorite country now, like 100%.
0: <laughs> all this fresh food is outside I saw nobody on their phone oh the town squares are yeah, I feel like I spot. feel like
1: Italy's still like in the 90s yeah and it's like in a refreshing like in a great way they're still like living in the 90s because they to you yeah it's so nice so friendly am i am I too quiet you get deep my mic's dead
0: now yeah, what yeah. It didn't last very long right uh, five, five, five
1: minutes.
0: minutes huh Four minutes Four minutes? Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, well, we may have to cut cut that out then. I think i sit down Okay, anyway, I asked. Okay, so just edit. We'll, uh, edit to where we start talking about the traveling. So, I'll hit you off because my mic died right now because I think I push the button down. <laughs> so, Will, you were saying about Italy that you, it's one of your favorite places to travel. Why, why do you like it so much?
1: Oh, man. Like, just people are so nice and friendly. And, you know, <laughs> this is going to be funny because yeah, I, I married an Asian woman and I fucking, like, I love asian <laughs> like, okay settle down <laughs> you son of a <laughs> no, no, bitch no, no. keep it no, in your no. pants stupid so, now but like but after going to italy i was like whoa it's yo i was like italian, italian women, exotic. women are, yeah. they're so beautiful yeah i was like the food is so good i love pizza i'm american i love we love pizza pasta best coffee in the world just so much history oh, it, was, it was amazing I, I really really enjoyed it and italian women are like Mamma mia! (laughs) Mamma mia! (laughs) Oh my god! It's
0: true though, man. It's true. They got a dude. When everyone's so happy there, we went to this. uh, Me and my ex wife stayed at this place. I can't remember the name of it. You know, we did the whole uh, Pompeii. We went to Pompeii. We went to Naples. We went to Rome. We kind of did a whole little loop or whatever around uh, the main, the main city. Vesuvius. Vesuvius Vesuvius is the mountain that erupted, right? Because you can go all the way around that countryside, and we went to this little bar. And people spoke no English, because it's not in the city. It's off to the side, but kind of, like, barely could speak, like, 10% English. Yeah. And all we did was just get wrecked on tequila shots. They bought all of our shots. They paid for <laughs> everything. Like, they just wanted somebody to party with. The fact that we showed up, and, like... <laughs> like, two Americans. Yeah. Hey! No, because they were off the beaten path, so they're not in the cities. They don't yeah. usually get tourists to stop in at the local bar that don't speak any English or anything. And they were fucking awesome. Like, the whole place was great you went so you fought there and you're fighting there again you like yeah, so yeah. much so i
1: fought in pescara which is like on the east coast literally the east coast of italy uh beautiful city beautiful beach uh and a place called sylvie which is and uh yeah i had a great time
0: how so long you gonna, gonna stay this time
1: oh uh, this time i'm gonna stay two weeks i'm gonna, gonna, stay, I'm gonna extending go in a week yeah, yeah, yeah i'm gonna spend there's a gym there called fight clubbing that and the show is called fight Clubbing. the same name is their, their gym and they're co-promoting with a big show called venator um venator fc is pretty yeah the big big show and, and uh mayhem miller fought for them <laughs> i don't know if you know when mayhem miller like missed weight by like 20 something pounds oh yeah. 10 I yeah i think i saw that. For venator <laughs>
0: dude have you ever been to the caribbean
1: Nah, i still never been i
0: could probably get you a fight in the caribbean what? if you, if you want to do it that I'm was always down you dude. Know. <laughs> I, can, I can hook you up with the promoter he actually came and visited me once in singapore so i did my pro debut in trinidad Right? Oh shit Because at the time I lived in St. Lucia Yeah So like I was training In, uh, in London yeah, What are you doing In St. Lucia though Yeah that's where I just moved there For like a year and a half So I was uh, I lived <laughs> like, in You know not <laughs> No big deal <laughs> What about Canada Have you been to Canada No I've never been I So I trained been. in London Ontario Which is like a really Big MMA city Like mm. Mark Hominick Fought yeah, Jose yeah. Aldo He trains there uh, Sam Stout, I don't know if you remember yeah, I know him. Sam Stout, he Sam Stout. To
1: like a, he was like one of my favorite fighters back then. Yeah. Uh, Chris, he was like
0: lanky too, you know? And fucking threw bombs. Yeah, right? he was a beast. And um, Chris Hordeski was there. Uh, Chris Kometz, he fought uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson in the UFC. So all those guys own this gym called Adrenaline Training Center. It's an old Boss Rootin gym. Oh, shit. And because uh, Boss was. Sean Tompkins, coach. Remember Sean Tompkins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so a, that the was the muscle the, Shirk? Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Sean Tompkins. No, no, no. Sean, no, no. Sean he was Nicholas. the coach actually. Of uh, he did. He was a striking coach at, at Couture Extreme Couture for a while. You, you no, may no, know him. I am saying. I was
1: like, I was like, no. I was like so, yeah, Sean Tompkins. Sean, Sean Tompkins, no, no, yeah, no, but he died actually a few years ago. Who?
0: Sean Tompkins it was like, yeah, in his early thirties, late thirties, thirty-six or thirty-seven. But I trained at that gym and had all these UFC fighters there. And then me and my ex-wife at the time, she got a job offer to go to Saint Lucia. And while I was down there, but you know I was training all the time and shit when I was there because that gym was amazing. And then uh, while I was training in Saint Lucia, I got a fight offer to fight in Trinidad because it's just pretty close. Yeah. So I go back to Canada, I train for six weeks, and then I go to Trinidad to fight. And it's this promotion called Cuff Caribbean Ultimate Fist Fighting. (laughs) And uh, so that was my pro debut, which was quite fucking weird. I fought this massive Jamaican guy. Oh shit. He's like your height. Jack, dude, this is this is What weight did you fight at when you fight? That was lightweight. Oh, okay, okay. And I'm Good not man. really a lightweight. I'm a, like a medium to low size lightweight. And I just remember looking up at this motherfucker, and there's this picture of me looking like a bitch, what year dude. Was that? This was 2012, I think, is when I'm in my pro debut.
1: Oh shit. Because back in the day, like what? There was like only 155 was the lowest back in the day.
0: Yeah, I was yeah, a purple yeah. belt then. I don't even know. I mean, that would have been maybe even before the UFC had adopted those weight classes. Yeah. But he was a big guy, 6'2", 6'3", fucking jack, cut down from like 180 plus. <laughs> and there's this picture of me just like looking like, oh, my God, don't fucking hurt me. And uh, so I fought the guy and, uh, you know, I took him down. He threw a low kick. In the first five seconds of the fight then he threw a second low kick i jumped back to avoid the the low kick uh-huh. and when i jumped back he caught me just with his foot on the thigh and i landed like sideways and tore the meniscus in my right uh-huh. knee i like jumped back and on one leg he kind of clipped me and then uh-huh. i landed sideways and blew my meniscus right away and then he kicked me the third time i took him down right away spent the rest of the fight like ground and pound on top Shit. And uh, in between the fight, as soon as the fight was over, I stood up from... I was in his clothes guard. Uh-huh. And I stood up on top and then I had, like, no stability in my leg. Couldn't walk at all. So, I was... The, the doctor came over in between the round and was like, uh, how you doing? I'm like, well, I, I definitely can't stand <laughs> on my leg. And I'm not about to let this dude fucking throw punches at me when I have no stability in my yeah. leg. So, I lost that fight from a uh, doctor's stoppage. But they just... Uh, tagged me in a video like the other day that they're looking for foreign fighters oh nice nice so if you want to go down to the caribbean Man, i uh, would love to can
1: oh, probably I, i'll
0: tag you in that post yeah and i'll connect you with the guy because he came and visited me when i was coaching at trifecta actually he was in singapore oh
1: nice so the promoter yeah, i always like f- like fighting in new places that's always like the fun th- well, fun thing about travel i've been to most places in asia so if i get these chances to fight in like a new country i'm like i'm always down I'm always well, i'll
0: down. connect you with the promoter yes. maybe he can hook because they pay decent Oh, that's and good. they, they did flights and stuff. I don't know about from Singapore, but maybe you guys, if you're around and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can figure something out. He does a couple shows a year so, even oh, maybe yeah. That'd be cool. i you cool. up, dude. He's a cool guy. Yeah.
1: Trinity, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, was it? Yeah, it was fucking oh, awesome. Was...
0: The Caribbean is awesome in general. But it's <laughs> fucking gangster, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> Well, there's a lot of ghettos. That's, like, a lot remember, of ghettos. That's thing about Guam, too. Like A lot of people don't know. Guam was like... Guam has like these two big military bases that are nice and then there's like this rich little district of Guam that that's when you were,
0: where visit. you were in the military was yeah, it Guam? I you're I station there
1: Guam and then uh but the rest of the island is kind of like a third world country it's like you know it's really poor it's like it's a pretty poor place pretty ghetto so is Haiti like Haiti's yeah. ghettos but, yeah. Trinidad
0: back then I think the year that I fought there was the second most dangerous country in the world <laughs> they were actually on uh they were on Mandatory lockdown. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> when I fought there, there was a cur- an enforced military curfew, so you oh. couldn't go out past like ten o'clock at Jeez, night or just some shit like robberies that. And just yeah, a, yeah, geez. it was just fucking insane. So there was a mandatory curfew <laughs> for okay. everybody. <laughs> let's go there. Yeah, let's go fight there. What's <laughs> the worst that can happen? <laughs> but the promotion was like legit. Like they took care of everybody. Really nice production. They filmed everything. The pay was they paid in U.S. dollars. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty yeah. good. So hook me up with a story, dude. I got to get one for oh, the road. Shit. I don't know. Get just, I'm not trying know. to, I'm not trying I'm on, to, play. I feel like I'm on the spot. No, no, no. no there's no pressure on nah. it. Up, but just if you could go through the, go through the catalog. In I feel your like head. we had to end on high notes. I've yeah. Been, I mean, it doesn't note. have to be, I mean, it can be as insane as you want. I got no, no fucking. No, I think, here, I think I'll just
1: go with the, 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 the China story. It was like, yeah, well, I, the, last time I fought MMA in China, uh, there was, it was like China versus the world. Like most of the shows in China, when you, when you go fight in China, China is actually a great place to fight in. If you're a new fighter, or if you're trying to make a living fighting in Asia, because they probably pay the highest on average,
0: and also their level is still up and coming, right? Yeah,
1: like I mean, the MMA fighters are still like kind of one-dimensional. You do have a few. There's a small handful of really good guys, but I, I know who those guys are. I've the the girls. China. Yeah, that's okay. the
0: amazing, That's the highest level of MMA in the yeah, in the world. Well, in some yeah, of these yeah. women. Zhang Jingnan, Zhang Wei, Wei, Wei Li. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah, but but the. Yeah, the guys are like, there. There might be really great strikers or Sanda fighters. Sanda is like kickboxing with takedowns, but they might not have great jujitsu, but they have good takedowns or something. You know, like, yeah. there's all these. So like, uh, I can always find a way to expose. Most of the guys I've fought in uh, in China for MMA, I've always submitted them because they just, just didn't have the BJ. Yeah. My BJ ain't great, but for MMA, it's okay, you know? And, uh, but uh, anyways, I went there to to fight in this fucking tier three city. So people don't know like Shanghai, Beijing or tier one tier two would be like the other, other tier three is yo, know it's
0: but it's, still got a million fucking people yeah, or something, still got right? a million
1: people it's a huge city for like western standards but it's like it's still like it's it's like a poor like not poor city but still i don't know how to say it without us being offensive but just get, go there dude <laughs> yeah it's like a it's still like a it's like kill you're in asia this is a third world it's, a, yeah, it's almost a, like a third world city like yeah. the mentality and stuff and just uh Yo, it's backwards it's Chinese people. But you didn't know
0: going way. in, right? You kind of just seeing this as you're there.
1: Well, I've been to China a bunch of times before this, like this was only a year ago, but, uh, but yeah, I'm so I'm fighting in this tier three city. Anyways, China versus the world. When I get to China, they ask, they take all our passports and usually they get a copy of my passport, but they never like I've took my passport. If they take it, they give it back to me right away. They might yeah. take a copy because Chinese communist government, blah, blah. And they're like, uh, then they hit me up at Wans. They're like, "Oh, you don't have a work visa, or you don't have this uh, specific visa for to fight in China." And I was like, "Yeah, I never have. I fought in China 20 plus times. Yeah, they I've never you had. in. Yeah, like, you guys. Yeah, I was like, you didn't. You didn't tell me any. They're, no, they're no, no, no. Like I'm need-. here to fight. Like they're they're like you needed this visa. We told you. We told you. I was like, no. No, you didn't. And I sent, because I literally, I sent him a picture of my tourist visa. Because yeah. I have a 10-year tourist visa to go to China, to in and out of China. And
0: also, if someone, your promoter should do the. If the, if this has to be done, it's not on you. Yes, it's, it's on, not on me. It's, it's on you. You're hundred, the employee. Yeah. So there's two,
1: there was, so there's 10 fighters on the card from, and we're all from different nationalities. And, uh, but it's like I said, China versus the world. Two of the fighters have li- lived in China. And they have like actual work visas. The other eight of us were either, uh living there on tourist visas or or flew in
0: yeah and i flew and in they're from time you under the table or whatever yeah
1: and they're like oh you don't have this da, da, da. they're telling me that maybe the fight's gonna get canceled the show's gonna cancel they're stressing us out like just yeah. telling us it's gonna the, the whole event might get canceled it's just like what anyways we still weighed in made oh uh, no everybody missed weight i missed weight everybody missed you weight? Know, everybody missed weight because i remember this the city they didn't take us to a sauna they didn't take me to a sauna you, you did way to cut no, I didn't. I didn't cut weight. I think I was, I was like seven kilos overweight, <laughs> oh think, my God. but, seven but kilos. my opponent was five kilos overweight, but I was bigger. So, the, oh, so he was uh, overweight too. And I was like, oh, they're trying to set me up, but they don't dude, know. If, if you're both <laughs> going to be overweight, you <laughs> the, may as well yeah, be the most overweight. Uh, thank, of the God I, thank God. Thank <laughs> God I was the bigger one. And so we're <laughs> okay. both overweight. Everybody else was overweight. Like everybody missed weight on this car. They just uh, didn't but, have any infrastructure in to cut we weight, nothing. right? It was a, t- it was a shit show, <laughs> but we did our stare downs. Whatever, it's still going down. nobody it didn't, it didn't seem like it was a big deal. Nobody seemed to care. And they were making it seem like the event was going to get canceled. And I was like, all right, well, I was like, if this, yo, if this shit gets canceled, you're still paying me half my show money. Yeah. I was making a big deal about that. Oh, yeah. About half my money, half my money. And I was talking to the middleman, because the middleman who got me the fight, he was there. This Chinese guy who I've worked with before. Uh, so, anyways, whatever. It's just, we end up going, you know, just after Wayne's, whatever we do our thing, I still go eat. And then it's fight day, it's the next day, and I get to, we, oh, this fight's still happening. I'm like, yeah, of course it's still happening. These fucking guys are full of shit, you know? Yeah. And then uh, I was like, they're just trying to stress us out, make us freak out or whatever. I don't know what the fuck. They're just trying to get in our head, you know? Because so the Chinese you're guys are fighting seem a like, local guy, right? Yeah, the Chinese guys all seem like they're fighting. They're all hitting pads in the, because Chinese guys will even hit pads. They're just the mind fucking you, dude. They're yeah. like, oh, this visa, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we got to. Yeah, so that's what I felt like it was. It was all oh, this huge shit. setup. That's what, it, that's what it felt like from the get go and uh because
0: there was no way this was ever not happening right yeah they're, so they're just saying Yo, shit. so
1: even after on the on after weigh-ins night uh chinese guys will hit pads the day of the fight even the morning of the fight they'll hit pads and stuff which like uh so I, guys were hitting pads in the the hall of the hotel mm. so i was like oh this shit's still going on the chinese guys think they are still fighting they're still a fight i know this shit. so they're just fucking like, with you yeah yeah but, I, but they don't know i've been i fought in china like 20 plus times but the thing is like when um when i fight in china I don't use my full name. I don't say like or my people know me as Will the Kill or Will the Kill Chope. I always say, oh, my name is William Richard. This is actually to get so I can get better matchups in China. Yeah. My, Richard's my middle name. William's my full name. So he's William Richard, and uh, so that's how I got this fight. They don't know who the fuck I am. They can't find me online. They're like, oh, nah. this guy's a nobody. Yeah, this is just a guy who trains in Thailand. You know, that's, that's how smart. I've gotten a lot of fights in China yeah. that way. Oh, a lot of people are like, oh, that's dishonest, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's China. Yeah, you play the
0: game. You're a guy that fights for a living. Like, it's not I a just, fucking joke. Yeah, I you're just got. Like,
1: I j- I got to go make a paycheck. Yeah,
0: you're not like making a million a fight. No, I'm making, just, like, I'm making you're, like a salary. You're you know? you're doing the work. Yeah,
1: you're doing the fucking work. <laughs> but but <laughs> th- so. This this is what I did, but they don't know I fought in China 20 times. So me, I'm just like, whatever, I'm doing my thing. A lot of the other foreign fighters are freaking out. And I remember when we get to the event, uh, they end up giving our passports back the day of the event. And we have our passports on us, and we're in the locker room. And then uh, the police come to the backstage of the event, the locker room. We're all wrapping our hands. And the police come and they start threatening us and tell us they want to see our passports. You cannot fight. One guy can speak broken English. Tell me we can't fight. Nothing's uh, – the fight's not happening. If we fight, we're going to get deported. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not fighting. Win, win, win. I was like, all right. Yeah, it's like <laughs> – You guys are still paying me half my money. I'm yeah. already here. Fuck you
0: guys. And also, like, I have to leave anyway Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm flying tomorrow. Yeah, you know? you're paying me no matter what. And so. – uh
1: <laughs> and then uh, the middleman guy, the guy who got me the fight, he's a Chinese. He comes back. He's like, "Don't worry, they're gonna leave. They're gonna leave." It's like, "Yeah, I know." I was like, "I know it's bullshit." I know you're just So they're just fucking... there to yeah. fuck with you. Yeah, every, yo, hundred. I, I didn't. Even, I don't even feel like they're real police officers. I felt like they were like pretend or somebody was. Dude, fake some... I really felt like this. That was what was going on. This, like, yeah, that's what it sounds this, like. like. <laughs> yo, hundred percent, bro. And I know people think I'm making this up, but I actually fucking. If you go back on my Instagram, you can see I vi- vlogged this whole shit. Uh, But just for you guys who don't know, anyways, so I still know I'm fighting. All the foreigners, anyways, the first fight happens, the, the police, the police end up leaving. Surprise, and, uh, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, the, f- <laughs> the show's still going. Oh, I guess everything's the fine. The promoter came back, told us we're, everything's okay. My middleman, my, the guy who got me the fight, told me everything's okay. The show's going to happen. The first fighter goes out. Yo, all the foreigners get slaughtered, like one by really? one. Getting finished in the first round, second round. Just it was a shit, like, shit show. There was only one other guy, and I remember some, because we were both sponsored by Fight Bro, this, uh, this company called Fight Bro, and uh, he was sponsored. He's Ukrainian guy. He ends up choking out the fucking uh, Chinese guy. And uh, he was like the maybe three fights before me. So, and uh, yeah, so he won. I was like, yeah, team fight, bro. Yeah. yeah. I was like, they, they Isn't don't it know weird how you build that uh, corner. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm team red, Am I right. Yeah, Fuck we're, we're team fight, bro. You know, like, yo, yeah. we're team four. And I was like, yeah, he got it done. And then whatever, the next guy loses, the next guy loses. Everybody lost except for that Ukrainian guy. And then I'm the main event, the last fight of the night. Crowd's going nuts. It's like Team China. Team China's the shit. Nationalistic. Dude, walk Caught out me with flux, your "Make you know? America
0: Great Again" Yo. hat, dude, bro. Uh, I wish. Bro. I wish I had it. <laughs> Fuck yes. So Fuck I walk yes. out. Troll the boom. shit out of these people.
1: We go. We're fighting. Uh, it's like the, the the first the first minute. Boom! I throw a, uh, a couple leg kicks. Then he takes me down. He's a Kazakh Chinese. Kazakh Chinese guy. Uh, good Takes wrestling. me down. Yeah, good wrestler. Throws a wild ground and pound. Boom! I triangled him. It's like Matt Polino. Leg over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, Polino. The yeah. Polino. Yeah, Fuck you, Polino.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I triangled him, boom, he taps out. I start getting up and it was so fast. The main event, it just got finished in like two, two and a half minutes, you know? And I'm like, Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I hate See, all of a sudden. Yeah, All of a sudden, bro, you're fine. I hate the but I was but I was like, yeah, because these Chinese guys have worse jiu than I do. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you're like, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was yelling that. I was yelling that. And I was like celebrating. But the whole crowd was like dead quiet. Not having it. And they all just started leaving. And I was just like, yeah, fuck all you guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck. Foreigner for life. You're like Whatever. I'm always the bad guy. I don't care. You, you know? ruined their night, dude. Yeah. You ruined their night. <laughs> so I ruined the show. And then uh, anyways, uh, th- and then uh, after the fight. Whatever. I go back. We go back to the hotel, and I'm still thinking I'm gonna get full pay. I'm starting messaging him like, "Yo, when are you gonna pay me? Because they usually pay us in cash. When you fight in China, you get paid in you cash." You don't leave
0: until they get paid, right? Yeah,
1: you get paid usually at the hotel. Like you go no. back to the bus takes you back to the hotel, and they pay you in cash like that night. And I'm like, "Yo, where you at? You're gonna pay us?" And he shows up, and he's like, "No, no, no, no. You don't have the right visa. Didn't have the right visa." They only paid me half of my money.
0: Are you kidding me? hundred percent.
1: I only paid half my money.
0: You won and they paid half your money.
1: And I, and I won. I'm like, yo, where's win bonus? Where's this? Where's this? No, 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 no. You, I told you you needed this visa. I'm like, no, you didn't, bro. And I was just. Of course. And I freaked then out. They should get that for you. How yeah. many times has that happened to you? That only happened one time that ever happened. So only one time you've ever not. I've heard New about York shit shows plate. in China before, heard like doing stuff like yeah. this. But this is the first time I, I experienced it. And I was just like. <gasps> and I remember that's, that's crazy
0: could uh, you imagine if you got knocked out or you oh, like bro if I and lost, then on the moment they're think, like oh you get half no, they would be got, like fuck I you won.
1: I was like two minutes I was like yeah whatever at least I got half my yeah fight. you got it out to Scott Scott work. I was like okay I didn't get hurt no injuries I ended up fighting but here's the again. thing that guy you fought in the main event was yeah. probably good no like, 100% they probably thought this guy was gonna fuck yeah, you up yeah you know, he's a big old Chinese guy, guy. he missed weight it's the main event the local guy they didn't know I was gonna miss weight you know like
0: and uh and they didn't know that you were actually yeah. you. Yeah. And they then didn't know they thought. The yeah. So
1: it's, that's why it's hilarious. Right? Yo, yeah. Think- so at the end of the day, I won. Like I won. <laughs> I maybe got paid half, but yeah. Because
0: like, you I fucked won. the whole night up. Yeah. What's hilarious is that they thought that like they're getting one by you. They're like, ah, bring in this fucking Falang. He doesn't yeah. know shit, right? Yeah. Like, whatever. They think they're feeding, you. but meanwhile <laughs>
1: you double mindfucked them because you used a fake fucking name, <laughs> and then they think they're getting someone else. Yeah, I've done, done that a lot in and China. It's just like
0: fuck you. I say like
1: over ten of my fights in China, I've just used my name, William Richard because i know you can't you can't hilarious. find it. it's yeah. a reverse mind fuck. yeah so <laughs> i know they're always trying to fuck us over and i have been fucked over in china before i fought Elong you know you guys know e mm-hmm. the shaolin monk fighter the shaolin monk kickboxer yeah. everybody knows e- uh, uh you go shaolin monk fighter on youtube you'll find this is it guy the guy that does the blogging the vlogging and shit too no no he's a he's a he's a literally chinese guy his name's Elong and uh He's like, if you call Shaolin monk fighter, Shaolin monk first Muay Thai fighter, Shaolin oh. monk first MMA fighter. He's the It's guy always this guy. I think I've seen him before. He fought Buakau twice. He beat one, beat him once, lost once. He beat Buakau? Yeah, he beat, bah, bullshit decision, oh, but okay. he, but.
0: In China. Yeah, in China,
1: ah. yeah. But he, and he lost once by a decision, also. But he lost a decision to Bukha. Bukha didn't knock him out. I mean, that's so he's good decent. Way. Yeah. yeah, he's decent. But uh, I fought him back in 2012 for fucking $700. I didn't know who I was fighting. And I found out, like, I didn't know until I got there at the show on Fight Week. It's a lot of times you fight, it's like. And
0: then after about that, you were like, fuck this. Yeah, I'm flipping and I was like, the oh, script yeah, on these China's motherfuckers. Bullshit, you know? I'm it's like, not going to be the victim here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's flip it and see how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm William... What's your fucking middle name? William Richard. William (laughs) Richard, (laughs) 4-0. Oh, I hope no big Chinese boy gets me. (laughs) Meanwhile, you've got a fucking 120, 130
1: pro fights. Yeah, these guys... That China does it all the time. It's so funny because they're trying to do the same thing to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Every time. Like, okay, they're watch like, this. They're like, oh, you're just going to fight some kid. I've had literally this lady, uh, she's literally said, you're fighting some new fighter. I'm like, no. I'm into fighting some, like, I, I fought a guy named Captain oh, China some before. Some new fighter. As yeah. if you're
0: going to be the main event in China. But and they're, they're going to give you some but fucking I got, But I got
1: Chinese friends and I've been in China. I coach in China. So I, like, I find out who I'm fighting all the time and I know. So. They can't play the games anymore. But I always tell guys who who are gonna go fight in China, especially guys based in Thailand, gonna fight in China for the first time. I'm like, hey, just expect the worst. Expect you're gonna fight one of the best fighters. As long as you're A-class and you prepare for an A-class fighter, you'll be fine. You're fine. But yeah. if you think you're gonna that get a fair match, still matchup, relatively underdeveloped, right? The kickboxers, if you're fighting K1 well, in China, it's very good. Oh yeah, the strikers yeah, are good. K1, the really, I fought a lot of K1. But MMA, as long as your jiu-jitsu and wrestling good, is it's okay. But they get the like, they get th- uh, strikers from Thailand to fight strikers from, from or strikers based in Thailand to fight strikers in China, even under MMA rules, and then the guys wind up losing because they don't have no takedown defense. Yeah, or, you yeah. know? So it's like, but uh, but as long as they're ready for the worst or ready for a high-level fight, or if they're high-level, I'm like, yo, go have fun. You're going to kill them. But- the,
0: the Chinese people are pretty weird, though. I'll tell, I'll tell one quick story, and then we, we'll finish up the podcast. But I was in, uh, I was in China with Charmaine. We went there mm. to... My old boss was thinking about opening up a branch of the gym there, Trifecta. And so she had this connection with some Chinese guy that she, she knew from Singapore that they opened up a Taekwondo Federation or whatever the fuck. So he was thinking about adding MMA or Jiu-Jitsu to the program. So me and Charmaine go there with her and we start teaching these seminars, right, to all these Chinese people. And, you know, they're, they're all Taekwondo black belts. They're all presumably lifelong martial artists because, you know, we're teaching the coaches, not the kids. Like, yeah. so we're there to train their staff basically to yep. maybe implement some BGJ or some <laughs> mma into the curriculum and so i <laughs> i'm teaching the the seminar and like so we do basic like rear naked choke right like i'm gonna choke you i start in your back then you you defend all that kind of shit and dude like and it happened multiple times throughout the it's like a specific training round or something uh-huh. right choke defend escape whatever and then Sitting there, and I'm on this guy's back, and I'm telling him, like, relax, chill, relax, chill, whatever. And then as I'm, like, hand-fighting him, I'm, like, you know, kind of starting to dig the choke in or whatever. He fucking grabs my finger, starts twisting ah. it like that, starts twisting. And, like, we're doing jujitsu, jitsu whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then I stop on top of it, and he's like, okay, cool. So he's like, oh, shit, I didn't know. you can't grab fingers. And I'm like, first of all, can you grab fingers in your martial art? Nothing. If yeah. this is taekwondo, can I just fucking grab like there's no no time is that cool and he's like oh you know i don't know whatever and i'm kind of pissed because it's a dick move like every uh, if you do martial arts you don't grab someone's fingers yeah you know like
1: don't eye gouge don't groin kick don't yeah exactly so (laughs)
0: then ironically enough i go with him to do the next round and we do it again he fucking and i have i have his back right so i have my hooks in he reaches down and he grabs my toes and he starts fucking twisting my toes and wow. then I'm just like so mad, God. <laughs> dude. I'm so mad because I'm I'm teaching a coach and I'm yeah. chill, right? I'm not yeah. like at yeah, you're all aggressive. you like not really going for it, yeah. You know, I'm the, the instructor, rolling with a white belt, and so you know, you it's always like you know, you touch somebody in grappling, you can kind of <laughs> know. Yeah, how this is going to be, like how I grab you. Yeah. If I'm kind of chill, then you can kind of match my level, right? And we kind of uh. have an understanding about, And you know, if I fucking grab you and I try to sweep <laughs> you hard or I throw, then you know it's on, right? Yeah. So you can tell quickly. And then like <laughs> the force that he threw this toe hold, for lack of a better word, <laughs> on me. And I was just so pissed off at this guy because I know he's just being a dick. And then, uh, so we go through the seminar. Other people, that happened also too. Uh, and then this other time, we're standing at the... Uh, trying to get a MRT card, uh-huh. you know, and they have the, the queue in front of the machine where you and I'm standing as close as I am to this microphone, right? The, the guy in front of me goes and some fucking Chinese asshole scoots slides mm. right in front of me. I'm as close to the machine as I am to this fucking thing. No, Yo,
1: if you give any space, they're like, dude, that's and my spot now. And there's four people <laughs> behind me. That's my spot so now. Th- there's <laughs> zero
0: questioning that this guy knew. That I was standing in line, and he was just like, let me test this motherfucker. Let me see if he's going to say shit. Yeah. And, I, and I look back at my wife, and I'm, my fucking eyes are, like, yo, how beating
1: about, out of my head. And I'm like, I'm going to f- – because it's so rude. Yo, it's how, so rude. Yo, how about being in an elevator in a mall, and a guy just – In right the elevator? Out, right in the elevator, bro. In the I, elevator. I'm not exaggerating. This oh my has happened God. multiple times to me. Like, I've been in China a lot, and it's – Yo, you know, <laughs> your boy knows. Dude, we saw, we, saw, we
0: saw a guy, and we're in like a rich part of Shanghai, like rich part of Shanghai. And some dude unbuttons her, his daughter's thing so she can piss on the side of the. Yep. And you, you hear people say that, and you're like, yeah, but not in the cities, not in these yeah. parts. Dude, Doesn't this happen is in, often. This is in the nicest part of Shanghai. Yeah, like we're in the ritzy part. Like a two-year-old pissing on the fucking sidewalk.
1: Surprise, man! I've seen older <laughs> kids do it. I've like I've seen some gross shit in China, and it's I was like, like, "Oh, I thought this yo, was just people talking." Like, shit. no wonder there's coronavirus, man. There's <laughs> oh, like, come on, man. Oh, come I'm, man. Not, like, I'm not to be racist. Oh, like, of course it started oh, in China, man. Of course. Proof of that hilarious sorry, dark sorry. joke,
0: nah, dude. Go there. <laughs> go there, dude. We can go dark a little bit on this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, Ch- China's fucking weird, man. I had a job offer there, kind of a couple times, actually, even as a teacher and as an instructor. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't Nah,
1: like I've worked it, I've worked there and I can do it my highest paying coaching job ever was in China I was making a few thousand like 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 three four thousand dollars a month because with my pts and well and then like the highest I ever got paid my, my my accommodations free my rents covered all that and I have no bills the only thing I have to pay for is food and like
0: just cash in your pocket yeah cash.
1: yeah it's, it's and, and I was just Bro, I stayed Not there for three it. months. <laughs> I tried. I really tried. And you're pretty open-minded. I'm, like, Yeah, this I think kind of I, stuff. I've lived all over. You're like, now. dude, three months, and I tried. I tried I, like, like, I just <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't stay there. I started going nuts, started going crazy, started raging. I'm just like, yeah. like, just, ugh, like and I had to leave. I ended up leaving. And I ended up taking a job <laughs> right after that China job, the highest-paying job I had. Had some money saved up, and then I went to the Philippines. And I started working for six hundred bucks a month. So, just <laughs> and so you I just preferred had heard that. Oh, I preferred, I preferred the Philippines part. way more. Yeah, no, no disrespect to China out yeah. there,
0: but they're they're still growing. Yeah, but yeah. but but Singapore, dude, Singapore's the no, shit. No, Singapore's the best. You live in Phuket. Phuket's legit. Like you know, yeah. you, you get to travel around, and experience yeah, you, places. Guys, but.
1: hit me up. You guys need advice where you want to go and train. Yep. I'll Hit up you Will Motherfucking well, Choke. You well, you Hundreds of pro <laughs> fights, dude.
0: <laughs> By the way, uh, let's make sure that we uh, – let's, let's, let's wrap up on this. Yeah. Dude, hit, hit everybody up with your social media, any shit you got going on. Like if you got any plugs or anything that you want to do now. Yeah, just uh, follow my a, next
1: fight. I'm fighting March 28th, Full Metal Dojo in Bangkok. Uh, hit up the Full Metal Dojo Facebook page. Please watch, tune in, watch the fight. And, uh, yeah, you can – Where is fa- it?
0: Where do they stream it?
1: Uh, uh, it's going to it's gonna be streamed on Facebook. Okay. It's, always, it's always on so Facebook. So you, you,
0: you just like Facebook Full yeah, Metal Full Dojo, Metal and, Dojo. Then you'll yeah, and you get the You guys
1: can watch it, yeah. Open weight fight. I'm I'm 85 kilos. I'm fighting a guy 110 kilos. Dude, I'm gonna watch that shit. It's gonna shit. be fun. Yeah. Dude, I would watch that yeah. shit. and Do like a <laughs>
0: fight companion or just you and this fucking thick boy going. Yeah. To
1: why not? It's gonna be a fun fight. And soccer kicks like, yo, it's old school pride never die, dog. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And you're you're fighting open weight, which yeah. is fucking insane. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, please tune into that and yeah, that's all. Yo, thank you, Luke, for having me here. Fucking this is awesome. Dude, this is awesome, this is right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Dude, every time I do this, <laughs> I always just like teleport to the end of it. And then I'm just usually just getting wasted with people like you. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. That and was then good. I'm like, yeah. dude, fuck yeah, this is this is my jam. <laughs> and uh so follow Will, follow us. Uh, follow the Stronghold Fitness Challenge. Have you seen that shit? Yeah, I doing see, I, fucking assholes, I gotta students, put a bet down. <laughs> my former students. They're degenerate little fucks betting against me, <laughs> wanting to go to combat with me. So, dude, I've been hitting the weight room this whole week. I'm so sore. Jacked. I haven't Ten. done it, juicy dude. I'm as getting fuck. fucking ripped. Yeah, Jacked <laughs> juicy as fuck, dude. I'm deadlifting. I'm squatting. We did yeah, pushes good, and pulls. Good. I can barely move the whole week. Yeah. Yep. So tomorrow, if you kick me once, I'm going to, I'm dropping nah. like a sack of, I'm going down like yeah, a I'm bitch, bro. Probably,
1: I'm, I've been drinking today. Well, tomorrow <laughs> though, it's a different question.
0: Actually, let, I'll film our sparring if you come or if hey. not come another weekend, whenever you're in town No, nah, come tomorrow for sure. 100%. And we'll, 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 film some sparring 100%. and we'll, we'll fucking post that shit so you guys can see how two men fucking spar. <sighs> I'm excited. <laughs> We're gone. you son of a bitch. He fucking missed the training session this morning. I got to throw a little shade on him before <laughs> just to get his ass to the gym. So he's choking bitches too. Okay, everybody. Thank you for liking and subscribing, commenting on the podcast. Follow Will. Follow me. This is Stronghold Podcast. Are we 16? Damn. Episode 16. All right. Episode 16. Thank you, everybody. Deuces.